please tell me what it is it that you desire. Welcome to Writing the Nerds. <laughs> Trying to give it away a little bit on what we're doing tonight, which That's we right. actually just figured out about a half an hour ago. <laughs> uh, after about an hour and a half of talking. Right. Um, we are going to do Lucifer, the Dark Lord, the Prince, the Lightbringer, the one who brings out our darkest desires and soaks most women's panties. Apparently, yeah. So there's your first warning, everybody. If you, you got the thirst for some Tom Ellis, go get a glass of water now. Yeah, you're going like, to need to take a drink. Um <laughs> And fans, remember, this is based on the DC Universe. Yeah, it's based on the DC Universe, and we had a tie-in to the Arrow Universe. Yep. That made me happy. Oh, that yeah. was kept real hush-hush, even though Tom Ellis got spotted on set. Yeah. Um, they were like, oh, Tom Ellis is there. They're going to tie him in. No, no, no. And sure enough, you find out that Constantine takes him to Lucifer's uh, nightclub Lux. And you also find out that Lucifer and Constantine have had a bit of a sordid affair. So, (laughs) which isn't surprising to fucking anyone because both of them, they like the sex. Yep. So, that, in fact, that's, well, I guess we'll get into that a little later. But, but yes, Lucifer, Lucifer Morningstar, the Dark One, the Lord of Hell, created. Oh, I'm sorry. I damn, we didn't introduce ourselves. I am Kegger. I'm here with my co-host as always, Cody Ray B- and Ray BG. Hey, Cody came in first that time. That's right. Trying He's, to trying to not be the anticlimactic <laughs> ending to that. <laughs> Cody, Ray BG. Oh. <laughs> New Year's resolution, people. New Year's resolution. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they say a picture you can't hear a picture, but every time I see a picture of Tom Ellis as Lucifer, all I can hear of is detective. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, God, what a like Lucifer started out as a DC uh, Vertigo property, actually. Vertigo, it was a yeah. spinoff of uh, Sandman. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. Morpheus and Neil Gaiman's beautiful creation that he cre- came up with that also oddly weirdly like because in the very first issue of Sandman Batman's in it oh okay so like it was immediately which like, makes sense if you read Sandman yeah like Batman's <clears throat> there he mm-hmm. goes and talks to Batman I think he talks to Swamp Thing I think he goes and sees Constantine he makes it like Neil Gaiman made it very clear right out the gate this is in the DC world mm-hmm. um, even though it is a Vertigo title um so, uh, Lucifer Morningstar was the king of hell. I know Morpheus has to go to hell for some reason. Lucifer being yes. the creative con man that he is, uh, basically makes a deal with Morpheus to help Morpheus, but his end of the deal is he gets to get out of hell. So, that's how it happens in the comics. In the show, a little different. Lucifer yep. decides, I'm going to take a fucking vacation. And decides while he's on vacation, fuck that place. I'm not going back. So. Right. <laughs> that that's still one of my favorite things. It's just you know he got banished there supposedly by God, uh, but yet it's okay if he just up and fucks off. Like just you know. Well, I mean, they get into that in the ser- in the in the show. They get into it of. Lucifer's allowed to have like a vacation. Right. He's allowed to go to Earth. To get out of hell for a little bit, and then God's gonna send him in a deal to go and get him, bring him back, right. and then it starts all over again. So this time's a little different because when we pick up with Lucifer in the show, 
he's been on Earth for five years. And they made it very clear that one year on Earth is a thousand or ten thousand years in hell. Right. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Lucifer is just like, no, no, fuck that place. I'm not going back. That place sucks. <laughs> right. This place is a lot better. There's a lot more sex and drugs and sex and, and sex and lots more sex. Yeah. And then that's, there's also drinking. And I like to drink. So, <laughs> no. and of course, he gets to make deals. Like and deals. Like he's he loves a deal. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> RBG. Anything you want to add to comic wise? Because I feel like this is going to turn into about the show more than. You know, it's yeah. definitely going to be more about the show. Um, most of the stuff I got is from like Sandman comics. Well, like um, the comics are more existential. Yeah, they're very much like I know Lucifer ends up going and like he goes to another dimension and creates his own Earth right. and he creates all kinds well, of life and in the sh in the comic there's all kinds of creatures he fights. Um, yeah. God is very much a foil, right? For him, you never see God in the comic, but he is very much a foil. And as we'll get into later, God in the show is. We, you know, or heaven's in safe hands, right. in good hands. I mean, that's all states stand, right? You know, right. So, um, and, and, and even in the show, like you're saying, God is a foil in the comics. He sort of mentions that in the show as well. Like, yeah, everybody believes all these bad things about me, but they're not true. I'm not this guy who just goes around and lie. You know? Right? You yeah. know, I don't do those things. <clears throat> I don't do any of those. Things. Yeah, I never did this. They said this in this book. What this? This is a this is a farce. It's, it's a historical lie. You know? It very much, <laughs> Lucifer, especially in the show, feels very much like Hades. Yeah. Okay. Hades got the short end of the stick. He gets he got domain. He got his own domain, but it's the shitty one. Mm -hmm. It's the one on the other side of the tracks that nobody else wanted. Yeah. So like, Lucifer does his duty. Does what he's supposed to do, but. God damn, this place sucks. Mm -hmm. You know, it's my domain, but man, fuck this place. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I'm gonna say because his powers in the comics are virtually limitless too. I mean, he can rewrite reality. He can rewrite time, or he can fuck with time. Um, he's a celestial. He is not a human by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. He can do and kind of looks like David Bowie. <laughs> yes, he's very blonde. Yeah. Um, very uh, uh, Ziggy Stardust and the white, thin white Duke esque. Of yes. That Davey I was going to say, thin white Duke, definitely, yeah. And the um, thing, the one thing about the comics, though, that is separate, um, and again, this is in Sandman and this is in the um, Constantine crossovers, whenever he deals with Constantine, is that he, I think we mentioned this earlier, he doesn't rule all of hell anymore. Hell is split up into sections now. So he yeah. has his own realm. And then. And one of the things that um, you'll learn if you do read the comic books, if you do read Sandman comics, is that um, each domain, uh, well, they said originally hell could only be ruled by a um, fallen or celestial or fallen angel, which, you know, fallen angels are, I guess, considered celestials. And so. That way, demons couldn't do it. But I'm confused, though, because is Beelzebub a demon or is he a celestial? What is he? I don't know. I mean, because they do talk, like, especially if you want to get into the biblical shit. Right. You talk about the Dukes of Hell. You got, um, and now I can't think of fucking any of them. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, say, as far as Dukes. Asmodeus. Uh, oh, yeah. Belial. Belial. Asmodeus. Um, um, Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Uh, then there's Bo and Luke. They're other Dukes. Yeah. You know, they Mostly the General Lee, the, and the they're, usually running, they're yeah. usually running. They're usually running moonshine and shit. Yeah. <laughs> That's. 
Hell whiskey, God. Could you, you imagine? Go. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, so um, yeah, so that's sort of not mentioned in the in the show as far as how it's broken down. Because in the show, you think that well, hell, he runs all of hell. So that's sort of a difference in the comics between the the TV series. So yeah. So um, first episode uh, or well, hell, like we said uh, in the first comics, you know, the first time you meet Lucifer Morningstar. Like we see him, he's very blonde, very Aryan, you know. Oh yeah, I, I'm pretty sure Hitler would be okay with him being down in hell. Um, yeah, I mean, especially you know, because that's probably where that dude ended up going by the. Uh, you know, who he reminds me of. Actually, I don't know. If you go by the rules, I kind of wonder what heaven looks like in the Lucifer universe. Because if you have regret for what you did, that's what sends you to hell. Right. So I don't know if. Some of those guys regretted anything, right? Like, I like, mean, me and a friend of mine used to joke, you know, what if you get you die and there's a heaven, you go to heaven and fucking Hitler's there, yeah, like and Bundy's this, there, yeah, like Bundy, Dahmer, like Dahmer you know, who are these, you know, like what if you, what if they all converted and got forgiven and like you go up there and it's like, the fuck is Hitler doing here, you know? Yeah, it's it, it's one of those weird things. It would definitely throw your perception of everything out of whack. And I oh, think, we are gonna if you know our yeah. dozen fans are gonna be pissed if they're theologists. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, the the show and <clears throat> the comic they play with that idea though that you know, and well, they play, it might not be what you think. They play within the show as well because in, in, oh, yeah. in the current season when he has to go back um, and he meets that soul that. Because he, he's worried about um, the detective dying. Yeah, she got poisoned. Right. And she, he's got to go to hell to talk mm-hmm. to uh, the guy from um, White Collar. Yeah. The, he was the detective in White Collar, and now he's this bad guy in Lucifer because right. White Collar's over because yeah. after about three seasons, that show sucked. But uh, <laughs> uh, he's got to go down in there and he's got to get the antidote or whatever mm-hmm. to save the detective. Which uh, is all Fox's idea. Mm-hmm. The whole detective and the kind of crime procedural, that was all Fox's shit. Yeah. And they kind of, I, I kind of like that they did that. Because, like, the existential nature of the original Lucifer comic is, it would be hard to do. Well, like, it's very, almost like, the closest I can think of is, like, the cosmos. Yeah. <laughs> like, with... Um, and... Carl Sagan and now Neil deGrasse Tyson. Right. Yeah. So, and the cop procedure allowed them to dive into the morality. Morality. Uh, um, also, know. they did. They were able to tie the heaven hell aspects, the good and evil aspects, mm-hmm. to the crime procedural way better. And they delve into it yeah. really well. Like it's uh, real weird how it works. It's just the perfect. Because I mean, chemistry, I guess. Right. Because I mean, Amenadiel's whole crisis of faith for the longest time—he's losing is, his wings and shit. Yeah, is because he realizes he might be the bad guy to right. a certain degree. Like you until know. he's found out that he's also the favorite son. Oh yeah, then of course, <laughs> right? I know, right? But Patricia, nobody can see the jerk off motion I'm doing on the radio. God, but tell the world. <laughs> but but as with most things, as we found out, any introduction of Trisha Helfer into a series means that somebody's getting redeemed somehow. Somebody's getting redeemed, and spoiler alert: it's Trisha Helfer, um, and one of the saddest fucking storylines of the show. I agree. Um, it about killed me. Actually, I mean, season two, Trisha Helfer shows up is dead 
He's been stabbed in the back of the head. Right. And, uh, was it isn't like a screwdriver or something? Or, something. Yeah. It was ice pick or a screwdriver. One something like that. that. She gets stabbed in the back of the head, but she died at the moment that God, the mama God, uh, needed a body. So right. it was just boom, perfect. Throughout that whole season, she's trying to figure out how to be human. Right. It's not working out. Yeah. And then she goes to the other dimension. And then this is just brief. We can dive into it more. Uh, only for Trisha Helfer's actual character, who was the one that's supposed to die, to be alive again. Mm. And then her whole redemption through the third season, which is just heartbreaking. Yeah. I think everybody that I know that watched that cried. And I'm sitting there like, am I a robot? Man. Do I just not feel things? Well, no. I, <laughs> like, it, was, it was a gut punch. It really was. Um, and like, you know, like, but in terms of that, that's what helps Amenadiel get his wings back, too, at the same time. Right. So she saved Baltar. She saved, you know. She saved Baltar. She saved, she saved Amenadiel. Amenadiel. So it's a good omen for your character if she shows up in your series. Like, You're right. You know. And is a reoccurring and shows up in another season, like if she's in more than one season. Oh, yeah. Um, and not to mention Jesus 6, Caprica 6. Always. Mm. That red dress. Right? I think <laughs> her introduction, too, is like the Tom Ellis thirst was already in action at that point. They needed they, to thirst needed... trap some guys yep. trying to get the guys in there. Because let me say this. Chloe's pretty. Oh, yeah. But. I know. She's just, there's something weird about her. Like, I think she's like one of the oldest people on the show. Her and uh, Ellie. I think are like the two oldest people on the show. Yeah, it's funny because everybody I, else is in their like thirties and they're in their like forties. I spent Ella or Ellie's yeah introduction being like, where the hell have I seen her before? And like, oh, Dexter. De- yeah, Dexter. Yeah. Um, and she Batista's sister or something yeah, like that. Yeah, she is. Yeah, but she's been in other stuff too. She's been in a lot of her own movies. Um, she's she, oh, yeah. she's been in the, um a dance movie where she was a um popper. You know, dancer, yeah, pop yeah. locking, pop and lock. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's been in um, my kids' oh, favorite yeah. character in the whole show. Everybody, all my kids love Ellie. Yeah, no, she is. It's the the good girl that likes the bad boys or the bad, super the adorable. She's and attracted to darkness. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling there's something about that. Yeah, yeah. Who definitely also helps the show dive into a lot of its theological. Yeah, like flipping things on its head. Right. Um. And then Detective Dan. Detective Douche. Detective Douche. Yes. Um, here's a fun fact about that guy. During the... Because there was a year between season three and four. Over a year. Yeah. While it was going from Fox to Netflix. He took a bunch of directing classes. And directed, I'm pretty sure, about half of season four. Huh. And a good third of season five. Um, and so he's been directing... So good okay. on him. Yeah, like because I've seen him pop up in other shit. Like he was in uh, was he in True Blood? Yes, True he was. Blood. He was True in uh, Burn Notice. He was, yeah. and he always plays a bad guy. Like he always plays. Like he had like the little like Spock, mm. you know, evil Spock mustache and goatee in Burn Notice. Yeah. So like he had a little evil mustache and goatee because the well, bad guy always has a mustache and goatee for some fucking reason. Well, in True Blood, he played a uh, Bruja, uh, Mel Bruja. Oh, yeah. Well, um, Bruja. Yeah. Well, is that Bruja? Bruja? but and then, he, but he was he was you know he played a, a character that was gay so no. 
It must be a it must be a nice change see. of pace for him to play a sentient douche. Yeah, <laughs> a, I can't ever look at him now without hearing that in the back of my mind. Just detective douche, yeah, right? Ah, uh, detective douche. And like his his character is, so you start to like him, hmm. and then like, oh no, we can't have this. So you're gonna hate him again. Yeah. And then you start to like him, and then he does something, and you're like, fuck that guy. And you start to like him again, and you're just like. No, he's gonna fuck something up, and he does. So he's, it's just like he's—he's he's kind of like—he's kind of like—he's one of Lucifer's foils. Yeah, which <laughs> like, is funny because he's like the male Mazikeen at that point. Because mm-hmm. I have so many points. Like I love Mazikeen. Oh yeah, Maze mm-hmm. is the shit. But she backstabs Lucifer so much that there's that part of me is just like, just fuck off for a second. Right. Like, just you know. So in the early in the early seasons with with Mazikeen, um, it was more to sort of get. Lucifer's attention. Yeah. But then it evolves in the latest season mm. because she finds out something that was not told to her. Mm. So I understand that um, now it's all about who you're a dick to me now I'm going to be a dick to you. Mm. Um, the other thing, the other character we're missing is um, Chloe's daughter. Yeah. Trixie. Uh, Trixie. Now you think something special about, um, what's her name? I love Trixie. She's... About Ellie, there's something, to me, I think there's something up with Trixie as well. Cause, I, mean, I don't think there's something special yeah. about Ellie. Although, if you've seen I the end of an season, <laughs> if you've seen the end of season three, mm-hmm. there were two episodes that they cut. Okay. One of them was what if Lucifer and the detective never met? Yeah. And the voice of God, who is telling you this story, is Neil Gaiman. Okay. Neil huh. Gaiman's narrating that episode. That makes sense. But they sense. cut that one. Okay. And the other one they cut was an Ellie centric episode. Where you find out that she's had an imaginary friend oh, her whole life. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I've seen that one. And it's actually uh, Azriel, the Angel of Death. But I saw that yeah. episode. They did play they, that episode, yeah. Well, yeah, but they released it because it has right. nothing to do with the main story. The main one. story. Gotcha. It's just almost a standalone. Mm-hmm. So, like, you find out that she knows the angels, but doesn't know that they're angels. Mm-hmm. Like, her and uh, Azriel. Uh, is it Azriel or is Azel? Anyway, it's one or the other. Yeah, it's Azrael. Azrael. Um, and it's Azrael is a little Asian-looking goth girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely not what you'd picture for the Angel of Death. Right. Put it that mm-hmm. way. Um, but, yeah, she just, uh, what was it? She was supposed to take her at, like, six mm-hmm. and felt bad and liked her and let her live. Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of explains a lot about Ellie and at the same time, you also got to take that entire episode and throw it out the window. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I really liked that idea. Um, did you guys hear the the announcement no. for season six? Nope. Why is it the the villain, the the main antagonist, um, Negasonic Teenage Warhead? Really? Yeah, they're bringing her in. Um, I can't think of her name off the top of my head. I I don't know. But it. she is a rogue angel. Oh, yes, I did hear about the Rogue Angel. I didn't know she was playing it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Negasonic. That's going to be fun. That is. Um, <laughs> I love Neg- I love that, that they're kind of retconning Negasonic Teenage Warhead even in the comics. Yes. Because Negasonic Teenage Warhead is a telepath in the comics, whereas yes. I like her powers much better in the Deadpool movies. Right. Um, Brianna Hildebrand. Yeah. yeah, Brianna Hildebrand. I couldn't think of her name. Nothing compares to you, Chicken Noodle. Like, that's a, <laughs> well, Sinead O'Connor, 1986. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, douche pull, zip it, Sinead. 
They just only use one aspect of it in Deadpool. Telepathy, psychokinesis, superhuman strength, precognition, reality warping. Oh. Yukiko. Yukio. Yukio. Hi, Yukio. Hi, Wade. I like him. I'd, Give it a minute. I do love that, especially when he's trying to get Colossus back in the, or to go with him to fight the Juggernaut. Yeah. And just when he's leaving, he's like, hi, Yukio. Cute couple. Like you. <laughs> <laughs> this is my girlfriend. It's almost like they're holding hands, like forced, mm. like like Negasonic is forcing her to hold her hand. Hold my hand while we talk to this asshole. Yeah. <laughs> like, this oh, is my girlfriend. Man. That's all you need to know. And she, <laughs> right, this is my girlfriend. You tell her shit. I'm just surprised anybody would date you, especially <laughs> Pinkie Pie from My Little Pony. <laughs> I know you want a Yukio of your own. That is my daughter. <laughs> yeah. That's my kid, Emika. Brought her with me today. God, I, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to season six now. That, right, like and just with that announcement. I still need season five B. Yeah, season five B needs to come out. So, like, I need like my sister caught up and watched it. Um, special shout out. This is your thirst trap episode. Yeah. So, this is your thirst trap episode. So you're going to have to listen to this one because I, te- I talk about you by name. Yeah. So. I, I just wonder now because they... I mean, obviously they didn't name the show correctly because otherwise it would have <coughs> just been The Thirst. The Thirst, yeah. It should have yes, been The Thirst. The, but I, I'm pretty sure Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro uh, kind of took that. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. uh, I think that was an entire different thing. But yes, mm-hmm. this is definitely The Thirst because... Like even my wife has been having dreams about uh, Tom Ellis. So realize they could just name the episodes. Like they say the name of every episode in the episode. Yeah. Tom Ellis says says the name of every episode in each episode. So nice. it means it means the naming convention. Because I'm like, if you want to just increase viewership tenfold, just start naming the episodes like Tom Ellis shirtless, Tom Ellis butt shot, Tom Ellis like just do that. Cock shot. All of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say that one would break the damn internet. Uh, I'm pretty sure Netflix would crash. Yeah. Because <laughs> the army of thirsty women coming over. Thirsty, the, just anybody. Just, yeah. Like, I, I say the, met a couple of gay guys who were just. Is thirsty for Tom Ellis say all and the, some of the women in my all life. All the broadband that would swallow up on just that one episode alone would destroy Netflix. <laughs> There'd be a fucking message due to overuse uh, of Lucifer episode blah blah blah. Oh, Netflix is down for maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> to handle the sheer quantity of people trying to watch this episode. So the thing about Lucifer that struck me when I first started watching it was throughout all the events in this world what it took for this one character that was created for Lucifer to meet him and to not talking only talking about Chloe huh I'm talking about Chloe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. to not only that being his only because I mean before that he was this all powerful I can do what I want you can't kill me I can charm the That's hell out nice. of you that whole episode you gotta <laughs> you gotta do they had to go and interview like Lucifer's sexual partners and it was in <laughs> that the 90s one, yeah. was so funny to me but just, that was that one was just hilarious but Lucifer's a celestial so he ain't gotta worry about like STDs and shit there you right. go. so like he could just go and just bang who the fuck ever and not have to worry about shit that'd be nice and then he meets <laughs> that one woman who just takes that power away from makes him yeah. human 
essentially. And isn't that marriage, though? Okay. This is kind of funny because there almost is actually like a connection essentially to that. And Hollywood, for some reason, seems to hate the concept of marriage because. Uh, and I look no further than Lord of the Rings because freaking Frodo's ring looks like a wedding band. Oh, yeah. And it's nothing but a burden. <laughs> it true. gradually hunts him down. <laughs> Smeagol kept it for how many years, and it, ju- and it just turned him into a shriveled nothing, like just <laughs> a shriveled mm-hmm. like yeah. monster that eats raw fish. Made him angry uh, all the time. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, my precious. My precious. So that was always a joke. Like if I ever get married, I'm gonna wear the wedding band around my neck. So as I start to hunch over with old age, you'll know why. <laughs> <laughs> That's the uh, that, and I'm pretty <laughs> sure that there's a whole Samwise. Frodo thing there, but mm-hmm. by the by, that has nothing to do with Lucifer, other than the <laughs> marriage thing. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Sam and Frodo were married. Um, well, he never did put the ring on it. <laughs> right out the park. <laughs> no matter how much Sam wanted, they talked about the ring a lot. They did. Sam wanted that ring, and Frodo mm-hmm. just never gave it to him. <laughs> you deserve a proper diamond, Sam. Not not making fun of no, I mean, Sean and, Ashton or no. Elijah Wood. In all honesty, though, if that series would have ended with those two becoming a couple, it actually would have been really fitting. It really would have. Like, well, that, the whole Randall Graves argument I mean, is like, not the 25 innings, it's like, it gives him that gay fucking look. You know the look I'm talking about. Right, the yeah. one that says, you guys better hit this fucking road. I'm about to tear this ass up. That, <laughs> I mean, it's funny because, like, they I think do. We broke RBG. They do have. <laughs> they do have a friendship, though, that is very much like Patrick Stewart, Ian <clears throat> McKellen. Like Where you just want thing. them to be together. Yeah, no, it's like just, do, just go for it. Right. And there's that part when he's just like, "I'm gonna go talk to Rosie." I'm like, "You leave her the fuck alone." Like you. <laughs> no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> Bad. Po- so, as by yeah. tangent, yeah, that's right. what we're good for is tangents. But uh, circling that back around, Chloe makes Lucifer vulnerable. Yes. Um. And yeah, that's just basically a metaphor for marriage. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, or just the power of love in general. When you find your person, they make you vulnerable in ways you would have never thought of. Right. Dun, dun, dun! To quote Archer, hooray for metaphors! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When asked Tom Ellis about the character of Lucifer, because Tom Ellis actually has, I think, a twin sister... Huh. who is a minister in some kind of religion. Hmm. And I guess his whole family is very religious. So like yeah. they asked his family how they felt about this, and they're like, it's all right, whatever. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're English, and who gives a fuck? You well, know, yes, that... Only Americans get fucking panties in a bind about shit like that. What was it John Oliver always said about it? It's just like if it's... You know, it's just like British emotions. Simple. We just repress it and hold it in until we die. Full <laughs> <Like old> guns. <laughs> they are. Oh my right? god. Because what was it? It's just like the most disapproval you ever get from a British person is, "Oh, that won't do." <laughs> but they're more mean about it than Canadians. Yeah. Canadians are more passive aggressive. I gotta say though, the British, the British insults that come as a result of that aggressiveness are. 
freaking gold. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. The British are on a level of cussing that we just dream about. I know. So I get to sell that repressed anger. Um, <laughs> so the whole reason Tom Ellis picked the accent that he uses was because you can, as long as you're a charming Brit, you can say anything, and Americans will find it charming. You can call them the ugliest piece of shit in the face of the planet, mm. and they'll be swooned by it. And I'm just like, yeah, he's got a fucking point. Yeah, yep. no, he's no, he he's, that he's spot on on that. <laughs> like, I mean, even at the times I've been yelled at and called a ginger by British people, I'm like, it's you know, no, it's not you. bad, it's charming. <laughs> right. Like well, it, thank you. Yeah, no, okay. Appreciate that. <laughs> you know, like what sounds better, hearing it in a southern drawl or hearing it in English? Like, you know, or sorry, like British, British. English accent. Proper English. <laughs> you that ginger versus you know the, hey, well, yeah. ginger. Yeah. Hey, you redhead boy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a little more charming. Is hey, ginger. Yeah. Um. So, like I said, everybody in, in every episode, they name the episode. Lucifer actually says the words mm. every episode. And uh, I've tried to catch it, but I always get sucked into the episode. doesn't matter how many times I've seen it. I always try to catch it and never. Uh, my favorite episode is uh, from season one. Priest walks into a bar. And <laughs> the whole reason that one's my favorite is just the priest and Lucifer playing the piano together, mm. which is... Amazing! I think they play the uh, the runaround. Yeah, that, something like, like that. I love it. It's great because the only other time I can think of the runaround, like off the top of my head, is when Ted is listening to it. And Ted two, and they wreck the car into the pot field. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, um, you hear that shenanigans are usually going to ensue. Uh, but yeah, first season we meet all the great characters. Oh, we forgot one. Who? Dr. Linda. Oh, yeah. How do we get yes. Dr. Linda? Because yeah, Dr. Linda's very important to the story. Yeah. Indeed. And Lucifer's therapist. The devil has a therapist. And why not? Because very, in the very beginning, he's paying for therapy with sex. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think that's very the, unethical. <laughs> I think that's the funniest thing about it, too, because uh, sometimes therapists have like brought up in the past that trying to deal with a patient who has that much of a narcissistic personality sometimes does not help them but feeds them mm -hmm. because they can just lie they can do well what even, I, you know, like and it just feeds into their well even linda says every time i think we have a breakthrough you take it the wrong direction and run with it yeah in a way <laughs> that benefits him yeah exactly yeah but it's not just him because then Aminadil starts going to therapy. His mom goes to therapy. I'm half waiting for Michael to start going to therapy. Um, but they're all the same fucking person, well, basically. Well, Michael yeah. did go to therapy pretending to be Lucifer. So. Right? <laughs> and then that whole episode where... I can't remember how it happens, but like they're coming to investigate Linda because of something... Like something inappropriate's going on. So Lucifer and yes. Mazikeen go to fix it. Lucifer says something about her being a great lover. And they're like, wait, she's sleeping with you too? And like every time he opens his mouth, he makes it worse for Yeah, yeah for just Linda. because he won't lie. Like right. that's the best part. That's because his he's, thing. I, I forgot what it was. Because, yeah, they're just like, so you were sleep. She was sleeping with you. He was like, well, of course. How do you think I paid for it? Like. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the great thing is like Lucifer doesn't lie. Hmm. 
like the devil doesn't lie. But he Michael does nothing but lie. Oh yeah. And he's the angel. So it's just it's a very interesting take on uh, on the whole heaven hell aspect. Cuz like honestly, if I were an angel, I probably wouldn't like humans either. I admit I mean it's like being in a family where somebody is definitely one of your siblings is definitely the favorite. I and mean, just watching your parents dote on the favorite and you get like shafted all the time. And I, it, I could see why angels wouldn't like us too much. And it's kind of funny because if you think about it too, humans in that series ruined hell. Yeah, oh, I mean. Because they, they punish themselves, essentially. Right. It's their own regret that leads to the endless loop that they encounter time and time again. Right. And if it weren't for humans' need for. I don't know, some kind of admonishment or whatever it is, then hell would just be, like, barren. Well, it's not the first time um, I've heard that concept. Yeah. Um, Dan Rice wrote Mimnock the Devil in her mm-hmm. vampire series, and in hell, um, Mimnock, who is Lucifer, blah, 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 mm-hmm. uh, basically, he's not as evil... I mean, he's a dick, and he ends up being the main antagonist in that book, but... He's there. It's like a a guy, like a stopping. The, he's preparing the soul for heaven, hmm. so they have to get their shit straightened out in hell. Answer for their crimes. It's kind of like a prison, but yeah. the time isn't forever unless you make it forever. Right. You know, you can get out and go to paradise, um, which is kind of how I feel like this hell is set up. And, yeah, yeah, and I, it, it is. and I think in in the latest season, that's when when I was mentioning earlier about the guy. I think Lucifer, Lucifer told him that he's like, "We're only here because of you." Right. Once you figure out your, once you resolve your problem, right. then you want to you want to keep doing this loop over and we'll be done. You'll be free. Cain, but they did say <clears throat> that uh, Abel, yeah, is Hell's oldest resident, right? Yeah. And so because they do mention that since the dawn of time, basically, Lucifer right. tells the guys like, "Yeah, you can walk out." Whenever you want, but no one's ever done it. Yeah, because I think uh, he even said the cells aren't locked. Yeah, right. Because the doors aren't even locked. Cain, um, when when he's dying, Lucifer is just like he tells Lucifer, he's just like, I don't regret anything. I'm going to heaven. He's like, I don't regret any of my actions. He goes until Charlotte Richards. Yeah, yeah which so, is basically what condemned him. Yeah, it was just that his own like regret. Well, he just wanted to die, and at that point, he was just willing to do whatever it took. Hmm. Um, and let's talk about that for a second. Fucking Clark Kent is yep. Kane. Great <laughs> turnaround. That was awesome. I loved it. That was it perfect. Was great. That was perfect. That episode where they were doing that undercover thing at that house. <laughs> where they were so, husbands. Oh, my uh, God. That was so, so good. good. They're arguing over the case, but it definitely looks like a domestic argument. And Lucifer realizing at the barbecue, everybody's watching them while they're making up, has to make it a show. Yeah. So he grabs him and just plants one on him. And the look on yeah. Tom uh, Welling's face Tom is Welling's just priceless. Like, well, I just, is this fucking happening? <laughs> I love what led to that reconciliation was when he sees Tom Welling rearranging the food on the table. And he's just like, well, of course you don't want to put the nachos here. Otherwise, some of the sauce and he's like, will drip into the... And they both have that realization at the same time. And that's what does it. Uh, 
season three was the the longest season, mm. and I'm pretty sure the season that killed it on Fox because it was so long. Season three felt mm. like it drug on, but it had some amazing episodes. Like if you took half of that season away and kept the important episodes like that one, and then of course all the Charlotte Richards stuff. I think season three would have been a lot better, but it's and I said, like I said, it's the only one that's over twenty episodes long. Yeah, I think season one is like thirteen. God, two was... is like nineteen. Three is a full twenty-six episode season. Hmm. Four is ten, and I think five is going to be sixteen. I yeah. can't. So I can't blame blame any show though, like Lucifer, um, as being too long or not. Because they all they all, they obviously had fans. I think Fox Foxes whoever does their their um, demographics. Who's in charge of programming? Yeah, Fox programming. needs to be fired. Because I mean, they got rid. Fox has gotten rid of a lot of good shows. Um, Sleepy Hollow. I love that show. I thought that was a good show. I didn't watch it. I uh, saw an episode. I think, and it was actually a crossover episode with mm-hmm. something else. Yeah, they did you know, a cro- They let Brooklyn Nine Nine slip through their fingers. Yeah, right. Like in Brooklyn Nine Nine is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, I don't. I, I don't think that it was the fact the season was too long. I just think that whoever does their, their demographics and their statistical, whatever a logarithm they use in order to determine what show should go and what show should stay, I think they need to recalibrate that. I think it's stupid is like Fox's whole boys, this is for boys, this is for girls bullshit. I mean, that needs to come to an end. Mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're pitching a show, why don't you just throw it out and see who the fuck starts watching it before you start? Because I, I get it, you want to start merchandising as soon as possible because that's where a lot of the money comes from, merchandising. Right. Look at Friends. I am sure all the people that were involved in Friends, I'm talking Courtney Cox, uh, Matthew Perry, uh, Matt LeBlanc, all of them, they get a fuck ton of money because of, like, they're still selling Friends shirts and bracelets and games and, and shit like that. Yeah, I say, and let's not forget the brand new Central Perk Lego set. Right? Like, they're going to be making money off of that forever. That's how the Boondock Saints managed to do a second movie, was yeah. through merchandising. Um... I get that you want to merchandise the fuck out of something. Why don't you wait to see who's watching it before you start pitching it to people, you know? Yeah, I mean... and <laughs> Young Justice got canceled because too many girls and family were watching it and not enough action figures were being sold. Really? Yes. I mean, Until is it that much harder DC to Universe came change out? up yeah. your merchandise? Right, like theater? even Kevin Smith has said that. So you quit making the fucking action figures and start selling purses and umbrellas and lunchboxes. Make shirts. Don't. Why are you canceling something that's good because you can't sell the fucking toys? And even at that, that just says a lot about gender norms anyway. Because they could easily buy an action figure. What the hell? Right. Like, you know, no. I had a couple of Barbies. They were yeah. usually being tortured, but you know, whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> like know, they, they were bald. They had shit carved in their Barbie heads. Torture. How many? <laughs> I carried around a Barbie head on a keychain with an anarchy symbol carved into it for years. So, I mean, how many, uh, because I'm thinking about it though, how many, like, action figures of female characters did you really have growing up though anyway? Because I don't remember too many of them being on the shelves. Shit, when episode 7 first came out for Star Wars, I had hardly any Ray merchandise whatsoever. I had Tifa. I had Tifa and Yuffie. Huh. I had those action figures. I could never find Cloud. I had Barrett. That one was my favorite. I loved Barrett. Yeah, Barrett's awesome. Barrett's the shit. Um, <laughs> uh, Barrett was heavy, too. God I bet. Damn, he was heavy. Well, that's because Barrett, as a real person, 
could not exist <laughs> right. the way they originally did that character. Too much metal. He's not, very it's like. It's not even too much metal. It's like he makes The Rock look small. Honestly, if they ever did like a live action movie, The Rock is the only person that could play Barrett. Yeah. I'm 99.9% certain, unless we could actually get an, a white Incredible Hulk. Right. I was not a white say, one, a black one. Yeah, I would say if you get the Incredible Hulk. Because they're about the same shoe size, I think Barrett right, still Barrett. got him beat by a little bit. From right, the original like, and I'm pretty sure Barrett still slapped the fuck out of the hole. Oh, easily. <laughs> RBG's just over here cracking up. It's uh, like, man, fuck these idiots, man. Right, unleashes. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like Cloud. When you look at Cloud and you're just like, that's the guy that beat Sephiroth. Like, it doesn't add up. Like he got infused with Mako, yes, but no, like, Barrett did it. <laughs> the guy, the guy that you would pick to be the one who is going to go into that slugfest, and, and Barrett at least, no, well, you know. I mean, then you start thinking of weight and speed, and you know, you start thinking fighting game at that point. Uh, we're off topic, yeah. <laughs> as always. Welcome to writing the nerds. I'm just saying, like Aerith and Barrett were the powerhouses. Yeah, well, Tifa. Well, I, I only say that because Aerith had all the magic. Yeah. And could literally make you invincible. Aerith is also Emika's waifu. Yeah. And what was it? Hey, Aerith's death, all the fanboys cried because they lost her level 4 limit break, which made the game yes. easy mode. That's oh, why. yeah. That's yeah. what happened. And I just never... T- anyway, I digress. Um, I do love that in every season we deal with something celestial. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like it's a crime procedural, it's a pre- police procedural. It's a murder mystery, blah 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 blah. But at the same time, that's the back seat. That's not what you're worrying about. You're worrying about the overlaying, underlaying plot that's going on, you know, the hell right. and hell stuff. At least I do. I like a good crime drama, but I do not watch Lucifer for the crime aspects. You know, um, I do like when Lucifer fucks with somebody and shows them his devil face and fucks their life up for the rest of whatever. Yeah. But, um, and the level of people that find out throughout as the show progresses, because like in this latest season, Detective Douche just found out. He did, yes. Um, Which is ironic because it's been around him the whole time. Like, right, like, because even, because uh, in season in season one, we're just going to, I'm just going to say it, the bad guy was a minideal. Yeah. Yeah. Amenadiel set all of the shit, the bad shit that happened in season one in motion. He resurrected that dirty cop after he died. So when he came back, he had what uh, I think Mays called it the hunger, mm-hmm. where it was basically kind of like Renfield. He just couldn't get enough. Like you see him eating like burgers, like mm-hmm. like a madman, just shoving it down his throat as fast as he can get it. Um, he's constantly got like food and grease on his face. Um, which would have been a great role to have, like just eating all that food. Oh yeah, <laughs> like, that would have been fun. I know they got like a spit bucket and shit because you take a bite and then you you got to cut and you got to do it again. Whereas Chris Pratt, uh, like Chris <laughs> Pratt on the set of The Office, refused to not eat the food. Oh yeah, like he ref- that's why he got so fat. Is oh. like. They even said, I think Amy Poehler said, she had one one day she watched him eat like 38 hamburgers. And it was just like, God damn, no wonder you were a big man to begin with. Right. All that extra protein that explains how he got guarded in shape there. He was used to eating that much protein. It couldn't have been that hard for him. To right. Like, 
Oh, he asked for three months. They gave him six, yeah. and he did it in six months. He got completely in shape for Star Lord in six months. Good choice, though. I mean, fuck, I can't pick a better Star Lord. No. Yeah, I need, I need, I need to get in contact with his um, gym assistant. No, right, no shit. <laughs> that right, guy or his woman trainer. is a genius. Is Personal it? trainer is a genius. Mac from It's Always Sunny when he went from Fat Mac to <laughs> yeah. like ripped Mac. He's just like, it's easy. Hire a personal trainer, give up everything you enjoy, work out for six hours a day with the people who trained everyone for Magic Mike, and then, <laughs> and then you can look like me. You know, it's purely tongue in cheek. Like this whole process is awful. <laughs> you know? Well, it's like I mean, like I said, I don't remember if I said this off recording or like before we started recording, but from the time of Fox. To the time of Netflix and Lucifer's lifespan, Tom Ellis took that opportunity to just get rippity fucking ripped. Mm. I'm talking, he went from lanky, skinny guy, still, uh, you know, people were still thirsting after him, to now you can literally have to take a mop and mop up the fucking mess that's been left because Tom Ellis is now shirtless and you can count his abs. Yeah. Well, Women have been thirsting after Tom Ellis since Miranda, so, you know. I don't know what Miranda is. Miranda, I know that he was Robin Hood in uh, Once Upon a Time. Miranda is a British show. Um, dealing oh, about right. a, um, I think, was she a nurse or she was something. Anyways, oh, he was the love interest. He was the love interest okay. in Miranda, yeah. Yeah, okay. That was before Lucifer. Way before Lucifer, And yeah. then, uh, I know he popped up in a couple other things. He was going to be the title character of another show that didn't get any steam, and now he's Lucifer. Uh, good choice, though. Yeah. yeah. Great choice. You've got a following. And six seasons, so... And this is definitely one of the ones that I'll probably be purchasing because I love the... I love... I love the mythology. And I'm going to say mythology mm. of the Christian canon. Yes. It's yeah. very good mythology. Yeah. Um, I mean, it completely upends a lot of the... Despite the fact that it is completely stolen from other sources... It's pretty good, and I like how they they flow it. They mix it in, and it's very good, easy to grasp. Yeah, it's but a, the best part is it fits. It does. It really does. Like it doesn't feel like they're completely like taking everything and rewriting it to make it work for their purposes. It actually is an argument you can have. Right, it is, and I like every season because in the second season we got God's uh, wife. Yeah, uh, mom. Uh, I, they didn't really say anything about her name other than mom. Oh yeah. And goddess. And Linda was very uh, mesmerized by her. But you know, I'm, Linda's a human in, in the world of celestials. So, and she's banging one of them. So two of them, three yeah. of them. No, just two. Just Lucifer and Amenadiel. Yeah, that's yeah. It. She got a thing for angels. Because <laughs> um, I was pretty sure that yeah, Mag- Maze was going to get, get a little something, something there for a minute. But she did get a little something, something. From Linda? No. Oh, oh, not with Linda. Maze. With Linda, no. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. Maze is fuck everybody. <laughs> um, I did like in, in season four Maze's little love of Eve. Yeah. And how fucking adorable was Eve? She was. Oh, my that was... God, she was adorable. She just wanted to just fucking hug her. Just right. come here. Come here. Just, I want to hug. 
you know? Especially like that episode when he was trying to break up with her, so he was doing everything he could think of that would repulse a normal woman. And, and she was, was just, just all about it. Yeah, she's just <laughs> going with it. Like, she never experienced any of it before. Right. And she's still desperate for his attention, so, yeah. I did love that whole line. Is, uh, it's because she tried the forbidden fruit. It was less apple-shaped and more banana-shaped. <laughs> 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 I was like, oh, Dick. They're talking about Dick. Got whenever, it. Whenever he was going through his list of stuff, um, that one episode where they're tracking down all of his partners to ask him questions, yes. it's like, he did this thing with a car battery, and he just goes, <laughs> he looks at Dan and he just goes, I like to call that one, gentlemen, start your engines. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> the fact that Lucifer is just promiscuous is all hell. I mean, wouldn't you be? I mean, if you can turn it on like that and bring oh, yeah. out everybody's deepest, darkest desire. And he's an equal opportunity player, too. Right, like, he is. He does not discriminate. No. He'll he's be, great. Like, you know, he he just enjoys the act itself, the earthly pleasures. I it suppose. makes me think of uh, Paul. Yeah. Paul is like, everybody's buying my planet. Never nobody gets hung up. It's all about the pleasure thing. You know? Mm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, why not? But, yeah, it's... Uh, I do want to get into uh, The Sinner Man. You remember yes. that from season three? Oh, yeah. That was great. I mean, you find out. Again, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this, I don't even know why the fuck you're listening to this episode or why you're listening to us at all. Or, I'm glad you are. Thank you. Um, Love you guys. <laughs> Love you guys. All six and a half of you. Um, <laughs> hey, we are on all. We have been listened to on all six continents. Yeah. Six of the seven, and I'm pretty sure those damn scientists in Antarctica need to get on the ball. But right. I wonder how the Wi-Fi is down there. Yeah. I digress. Um <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Well, I don't know. They have to send. They might freeze. They can send data, but they, they got to send data mean, and stuff. Back. Doesn't mean they have to watch TV. Well, speaking of Antarctica, I Our lives, one yeah. of my friends right now is taking uh, Mandarin lessons, and he told me that the literal translation for penguin in Mandarin Chinese is like business goose. <laughs> the greatest it's a business goose. The greatest thing I have ever heard. That's amazing. And I think sense. squirrel is tree rat. I can see that. They are tree rats. But it doesn't matter. Business goose is the greatest thing. But oh, yeah, business goose. It's one of the greatest gifts I've ever been given. I didn't right? have to take a class to find out. Somebody just told me. I'm taking their word for it, and I don't need corrected ever. Right, no, business goose. It's better than what Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, yeah, penguins. Penguins. Like, I think pretty sure he was just actively not trying to say penguin. Yeah. <laughs> but... <clears throat> wow, we got off on a tangent. I don't even remember what the hell we were talking about. Center Man is what we were talking Center about. Center Man, the Center Man. I liked that whole concept because it was very much the devil made me do it. Right. Which was popularized in TV um, a long time ago. I can't remember the character's name, but that was always his excuse. The devil made me do it. Right. And this was very, kind of turned that on its head. Center Man. The Center Man made me do it. The Center Man this. And that was all real cool. Especially because you find out it's Tom Welling. Right. Um, so I don't know the whole I like the character of Cain I have for a long time oh yeah because 
if you believe the Bible, Cain's still walking the earth under this mm -hmm. curse or whatever the fuck it is. So, who knows? Yeah. But I've always liked that idea that Cain is still out there. I mean, they, they delve into it in Supernatural. They did it in this. They've done it in a few other things, like Vampire the Masquerade. Cain yeah. is the original vampire. Yes. Um, I love that stuff. <clears throat> uh, I think they got into it in the Chronicles of Cain. Or the whatever the game Reaver Soul Reaver yeah Legacy mm -hmm. of Cain Legacy of Cain that's it um, I think they got into it there uh, I don't know it was real I like that idea you know like I said it's got great mythology that uh, we've had a downed drink oh it's just it's intact so uh, but the whole like like I said every season there's a different like supernatural shenanigans I guess yeah. not really like it's not always a problem but yeah. it's definitely shenanigans right there's something tied to I'm in a deal supernatural I, reference or bible reference I mean cause I'm, like, mom wasn't necessarily a villain no she was just trying to reconnect with her kids she just you just can't have something that powerful running around yeah. in LA and right. manipulate her sons into another open rebellion against the, the creator her right? husband yeah <laughs> so because, I mean, it's bad divorce, I don't know how, why right. is she so mad at him? Every time I see him, he makes me happy. I feel safe. Like I'm in good hands. Right? <laughs> like, exactly. Uh, I mean, do you guys remember that Rain, um, <clears throat> what's his name from The Office? Rain, Rain uh, Wilson? Wilson yeah. show um, where he was a cop. It was only one season long. I loved it. It was good. But his that guy was like his partner. Okay. Yeah, um, I know what you're talking about. I love that show. About you know? the only time that I have ever seen him and I've not felt in good hands was in Brooklyn Nine Nine because he was a villain. He was on the take. With oh, him. that's right. That's he was right. the corrupt FBI agent. I remember who was that. Going to make it look like Raymond died in an unfortunate bird watching accident. <laughs> I like them in the unit. Look, Raymond, a yellow-breasted worker. Yeah, more that. excitement than that. It is a yellow-breasted worker. Like he's no one's ever gonna believe that. Yes, they will, Peralta. I've got my binoculars in my pocket like a fool. Just, <laughs> yeah. I love both of those guys. They're so great. <sighs> That's all states. Anyway, hey, you had mayhem in there too. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. We need to do a nine nine episode. Have we done a nine nine episode? No. No. All oh, that needs to be on the table. It definitely does need to be on the table. Anyway, so, it, what was it? I'm trying to think. The fourth season was, it was Eve shows up, but there wasn't really, like, a main problem until later. Well, the priest. Yeah. The priest trying to get, because, I mean, at the end of season three, Chloe sees Lucifer with his face for the first time. And that was something else in season three. Lucifer couldn't pull out his devil face and his wings kept growing back. Mm. So they kept cutting his wings off and having to burn them because you can't have that kind of celestial power in the hands of a mortal. And then there, I think that was even in season one or two where they had to go find his wings and somebody had them at a, one. an auction. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the ones at the auction were replicas because the guy that found them couldn't part with them because right. it was actual divinities. Um, that was all really good. Uh, I kind 
kind of wish Neil deGrasse Tyson would show up in an episode. That'd be fun. Gosh. Boy, wouldn't that be great? Right. <laughs> Let's get Richard Dawkins in one, just to have like a theology discussion <laughs> right. with him. With uh, we'll have it moderated yeah. by uh, Bill Nye, the science guy. You know, I would just love to hear like Richard Dawkins. There is no God. Oh, really? Explain this, devil face. Right, yeah. devil face. Ah! I don't know. Neil deGrasse Tyson has a sense of humor. Yeah. I got to. So. I got to say, Chloe handled the devil face well, though. Not really. She grabbed Trixie and ran off to Rome. But yeah. like, ran as far away as she could get. So and tried to. Not really. Out, tried to figure out a way to kill him. Yeah, it was immediately came back well, trying to actively kill him. So I, mean, I think she went a little crazy with it. <laughs> And that's why Eve was able to come in and. I still think she took. I think she took it better than Dan did. Oh well, yeah. yeah. Well, Dan's a sniveling <laughs> coward, basically. Well, I mean, I like, like Detective Douche. I do, but, but he is a sniveling coward. He's very hung up on, on uh, Charlotte. But I mean, the reason I say that too is because you gotta understand. Um, Trixie already knew that Mezzanine was a demon, but she never really said anything to her mom, and I would think that. Realizing that, that somehow Chloe should have known that mezzanine, mezzanine was mezzanine was also a demon. I mean, Maze is. I mean, can we uh, in, just a sidebar about Maze, the woman who plays her is fucking gorgeous. Awesome. Yes. I can't think of her name. I should um, know it, but I don't. Leslie um, Brandt. Something like that. She's gorgeous. So season one, Maze is live. In shape and lethal, season two just as much so. Throughout the course of season three, Maze is kind of sparse, and as you notice, her tight form-fitting, very much revealing, very lot of skin showing garments are gone away because during season three, the actress is pregnant yep. and they're hiding her pregnancy throughout the show, so she's kind of in and out. And then season four pops up. And she's back to her fucking Leslie Ann Brand. Okay. Yeah. That's because she has a she has a sick. Have you seen her interview and her talk, talk about her fitness regimen? Oh yeah, this woman she is a beast. Sick ass regimen. <laughs> she is a beast. Let's <laughs> just say I would let her kick my ass any day of the week. Sure, her husband and, enjoys it. And and ask her, thank her, and ask her for another. <laughs> Please beat my ass more. But I, I first I first uh, was aware of that actress in uh, what was Dawn of the Dead. She was in it with Vin Rains. She was in that one. Yeah, really. She, yeah, she was a chick with the with the samurai sword. Oh, she fucking was. Yeah. Oh, be damned. <laughs> Who was? Amazing. <laughs> huh. In Dawn okay. Dead. Okay. All right. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Wow. yeah, that I fucking I didn't even put that together. Zack Snyder. Well, thank you. It's <laughs> one thing I can. Yep. Okay. I, um, so when Justice League comes out, we're doing when, when the Snyder Cut comes out, we're just going to do that, right? Yeah. Apparently, yeah. they're giving plans for a Blu-ray release of it too. At the same time, it's supposed to come out on HBO Max. I don't know about that. It'll probably be a few months afterward. But anyway, so <laughs> um, so yeah, Mays. Just that little sidebar. Uh, May, that woman, uh, Leslie and Brandt, definitely had a baby. Um, which also that that season had her first solo episode where she goes off to like Canada yeah, or whatever. Tracks down that dude. And that Bounty Hunter. That shit was. Funny. That was a that was a good that episode. was a good episode. <laughs> I love that episode. Um, <laughs> she ends up sleeping with a guy several times and he ends up <laughs> fucking her over. And it's kind of like he kept fucking her over like she fucks Lucifer over yes. all the time. Yeah. Um, 
and I they've never out and out said it, but I'm pretty sure her and Lucifer banged. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. Just yeah. If if for nothing else, just during an orgy. Yeah. And, say, and out of sheer boredom, probably too. Probably. Yeah. Like, fuck yeah, yeah, else yeah. go. All right. Ain't nothing else to do. Grab the whiskey. You know. Huh. But yeah, Maze. I really wanted her and Eve to end up together, and then Eve took off. Yeah. Like. There's still time. There's and still time. There's still when, a whole another season and a half. When is Ella gonna find out about? Uh, I don't know. Everybody else has. Ella's the only one who has it. And if Ella finds out, I want her little fucking angel friend to come back. Yes, we need to get some Azrael. Yeah, that was awesome. I really enjoyed that episode. And was really bummed out that they kind of flushed that one. Because we wouldn't have even seen that had it not been for Fox canceling it. Yeah, that's true. Because when it came over to Netflix is when you get to see it for the first time. So, like, you get through all of season three, and then there are two more episodes left, and those actually have nothing to do with the rest of the series. It's a what-if episode, and then a whole other episode where you find a little bit about Ella's backstory, but then they scrapped it. So. Yeah, I... I, I'm curious to see how she takes that, because she's the one with the closest relationship. Well, this whole last season, she was like... Or season four, she was just like, there is no God, and there's no... You know, because Charlotte's dead, and it's... She's pissed. Yeah. So she's all, you know, you see Christians do that all the time. Mm-hmm. They get mad at God. And what was it? What's we have a hand up in the audience. Um, you guys said, mentioned the name Bill, Ga- Bill, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. And he was Ice Cube on uh, Masked Dancer. Oh, Bill Nye was? That's huh. funny. I like Bill Nye. Yeah. He seems to have a good sense of humor. That was oh, random, yeah. but yeah, he um, yeah. There's a new show called Mass Dancer now. Oh yeah, so, yeah. huh? Yeah, it used to be Mass. I like I like Bill Nye. Dancer. Because of Bill Nye, I got one of my favorite internet jokes of all time. What if everybody had names like this? What would it be? And it was Jeffrey Dahmer, the people number. <laughs> like that's still one of my favorite internet jokes. Like I love it. Um, and that that's because of my true crime, my true crime love. Yeah. Uh, and I, you know, I've said it on this show a lot. Shout out to Last Podcast on the Left, who are my fucking heroes because they're all DIY and they're successful as hell. So, I think that's why I like Kevin Smith so much is because he was kind of like the DIY director. Right. What are you showing Cody that he's like, what the fuck? No, I'm like, I'm trying to figure out what it was at first, but I'm like, yeah, no, that yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> you what? I, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. modeling work and all that. Yeah, no, I, I get it. South Africa. Yeah, I did not know that. South Africa, though, I'm like, I... Oof. No shit. Hockey. And that's... <laughs> that makes right? sense. Yeah. All I gotta say, though, she's from South Africa. is one of my favorite imports. Yeah, no shit. Uh. Well, there for a while, we were importing all of our blondes from Australia. Yeah. Like, what was it? Between 05 and 2012, I'm pretty sure if you saw a blonde on TV, she was from Australia. Yeah. The one in Chuck. Um, Yvonne Strahovski. Yep. And uh, then she went to Dexter. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a fuck. Now I can't. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie's time. from there. Um, there's a bunch. Even Ruby Rose. Oh, she, she's Australian? Mm-hmm. Huh. I'm pretty sure. Australian or New Zealand. 
Who? Ruby Rose. Ruby Ruby Rose, right? She was in Batgirl? Yeah, Batwoman. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Batwoman. Or was. Yeah. Well, I guess she still kind of is, because I just found out her and Katie Lutz are together. Huh. Mm. That's funny. Okay. They make a cute couple. Yeah. But okay. yeah, her and Katie Lutz are together. Okay. I was like, oh shit. So I guess she really is Sarah. <laughs> 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 Sarah likes them all. Um, <laughs> the swap Nazi was it? Nasi, what, uh, what was it? Fucking girlfriend. It was the hell isn't Nasia. Nasa. Is Trisha Helfer Canadian? Maybe. I mean, I you know I. Grace Park's Hawaiian. I mean, Trisha Helfer is tall enough and blonde enough that if you would say Sweden, I'd get it. You know, like, yeah, it makes sense. Right. I was wrong in the title, guys. I'm sorry. It's Zombie Apocalypse, not... Uh, oh, I didn't realize yeah. Van Graham was in another zombie movie. Yeah, so that's yeah I knew that. Too. It was Zombie Apocalypse she was in, not the other one. I've seen them both. Yeah, yeah. Me too. That's why I, knew, I, who you were, I knew what you were talking about, because yeah. he was in both. But, yeah, no, I, I remember that. Is that they had, that was the one that had the fucking zombie tiger in it? Yes. Uh, the yeah, that movie fucking dumb as shit. Is, yeah, she was totally in that. Is Ving is Ving Rhames allowed to speak in more than three word sentences in that one? <laughs> yeah, because he's the main character almost. Yeah, well, he kind of was in Dawn of the Dead too, but he doesn't say more than like three words at a time. So I'm gonna go watch these movies all over again. Right. Anyways, yes. Um, <laughs> that that's our little the tie off of Leslie Ann Brand. There you go. Yeah. So, uh, Mazikeen, it's she'll she always stabs loose in the back. Mm. Crying. What? Crying. Crying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if they were to resurrect Xena, I would almost be certain that she would play Xena. Oh, that'd be really good, actually. That'd be interesting, yeah. Right? So, I mean, New Zealand. She got New Zealand in there, so yeah. Right? So... You know, Sam Raimi, I'm pretty sure Sam Raimi just did that shit just so he had a reason to go to New Zealand. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, right. So, one of the things we hadn't talked about, too, dealing with Mezzanine, we can tie her off, tie to that storyline. She's the only one in the show that has brought back weapons from hell that can harm any celestial. That's right. right. And I find I love when, like, because after Lucifer gets shot yeah. by the detective, like, they're throwing, she's throwing knives at him. Right. And she goes to throw one of her knives and he catches it and he goes... We both know this will cut me. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. So <clears throat> I I do like how when uh, the goddess comes back, her first instinct after she shows up at Lucifer's is to get out her bag of torture tricks and just like, yeah, let's get started. Again. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I mean, they even she even talks about that everybody trained on how to torture. By torturing Abel. Yeah. Yep. Abel, they basically, and when they turned Abel loose on Earth, they basically gave him all the tools that he would need to elude them and evade them. Yeah. <laughs> like, the only thing that they ever did was like, because even May says it, it's like, every time we start, he always either goes to food or boobs. Yeah. Most of the time it's boobs. <laughs> right. <laughs> I still love that line from Tom Welling whenever he's just like, because they mentioned that Abel was in hell, and he just goes, "See, I always told everybody Abel was the asshat." <laughs> right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I always told him he was an asshat, and that whole thing, the whole fight between the two of them, 
he explains it. We both had murder in our hearts that day. I'm just the one that won. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, I, I like that whole... Like I said, I've always kind of liked the idea of Cain. Like, I like the story of Cain. Oh. And they even borrow a little bit from Groundhog Day in one aspect. Oh, yeah. Cain, the, how many times he's tried to kill himself and how he's tried to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Volcano. Volcano. That was a rough six months. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the swallow a grenade. Yep. <laughs> yep. Get the chainsaw. Like when <laughs> Lucifer shows up with his chainsaw, like, you think I haven't tried that? And then Lucifer's all down and depressed, and he's like, later on in the episode, he's like, I'll get the chainsaw. <laughs> Lucifer perks up. Like, that whole series of like episodes where Lucifer's just actively trying to kill Kane is hilarious. It's I mean, very Tom and Jerry. Yeah, I know I know that it would have gotten stale had they kept it going, but I just enjoyed it and kind of didn't want it to end at the same time. Right, like, I'm glad that it did end because, like you said, it would have gotten stale. But at the same time, it was it was a lot of fun because Lucifer would just, like, surprise attack Kane and yeah. try to kill him. Well, it kind of, yeah, because the surprise attack stuff, too, reminded me of the Pink Panther movies. Yes. Nah, yeah. Nah, yeah. I love just that guy that he Clouseau hired to like stay in his house and try and attack him every time he came home, so that way he could keep his martial arts skills up and then right. just destroy his apartment every time. <laughs> and in the Martin, uh, the Steve Martin one, it was uh, Jean Reno. Oh God, it was, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I love Jean Reno. He does not like America. No, but I like him. Do you think Godzilla did that to him? Was that about the point when he's just like, fuck, you seen this three, you know, like, that's not... No, because he still does movies and shit in France. Yeah. Like, he's got a show, I think, in France. Oh, I just mean Hollywood in general. Oh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, like, Jackie Chan hates Hollywood. Yeah. Like... I don't blame him. I mean, right, Jackie Chan's big thing, he's like, everything's the same. It's the same movie every time. You know, he's like, we could do Rush Hour 38, and, you know, people would go watch it for some reason. Mm. He's like, I get tired of that. So That's true. I mean, you they put Roman Polanski in the third Rush Hour movie, and people still lined up to watch it. Right, like, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm surprised Donnie Yen still does Hollywood shit. In all honesty, the, he needs to come back and do some more Hollywood shit if they can give him his own spinoff series from a Star Wars character. Right. I'm one with the Force. Force is my I love that. He was one of the greatest parts. I'm just going to say, Rogue One is definitely one of the best Star Wars movies ever. Especially for the space battle alone and the Darth Vader freak out. Right, the Darth Vader fight. And I think one of the guys that he kills is Ryan Johnson, so that should be... Uh, that makes me happy. Ryan Johnson does make an appearance in that movie, I remember. Um, just like Gareth Edwards, who directed that, makes an appearance in The Last Jedi. Oh, okay, yeah, he does. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he. I think he might have been one of the guys that Darth Vader killed, in which case it's that whole scene now is catharsis for, for the, last Jedi, the Last Jedi. Yeah... Yeah. Um, anyway. But, yeah, Rogue One, definitely the best Vader scene. One of the best, with the least amount of lightsabers. Yeah. There's only one. Right. And it's Vader's. Thank God. Are Just you... proves that you don't need a fucking lightsaber to make a good Star Wars movie. 
Well, that the Mandalorian. And it, I'm pretty sure when he lights that thing up to in that movie, it made everybody pucker with fear for a little bit. Just you know. I just knew I knew Vader was coming. I just huh. didn't know when. Yep. So I was like, we see Vader fuck some shit up. I know we do. Um, that's interesting. Yep. RBG comes from the other do- other side of the door after laughing a good hearty chuckle. I'm pretty sure he just murdered somebody remotely <laughs> with his phone. Chucky chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you guys after the cast. It's, it's kind of funny. All right. Uh, <clears throat> we got off on a tangent, and uh, for whatever reason, we're declaring that Rogue One was one of the best Star Wars movies ever. Um, hmm, how can we tell that in with Lucifer? I have no idea. Well, uh, that's swinging it back to Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> The otherworldly powers of Vader compared with the uh, um, yeah now we're really stretching it. yeah I lost it although I do have a weird random fact for you guys hmm. the Marvel universe comic universe has never had a continuity ending event like DC has so everything that's happened in the Marvel universe is canon including the Marvel versus DC stuff hmm. okay random fact. There you go. Keg's random comic fact of the day. I'll take it. Right. I mean, that makes a whole hell of a lot of sense. Yes and no. But they do mention Kryptonite and Superman and shit in Marvel. Yeah. So, maybe. Whatever. I mean, it just makes me happy to realize that Cyclops' lineage is just as confusing to everybody (laughs) in the Marvel Universe. (laughs) I've been Sir Summers. Oh, in Saba Summers. Well, in Saba Summers. In Saba Summers. God, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. Right now, they do have the King in Black, so we got to beware. they got to figure finish that up. All right, um, so are you saying they might uh, make some of that null and void? <laughs> there you go. Exactly. They can't. Hey, they can't let DC win with with, with the um, darkest night me, dark metal episodes. They got the death they got metal and the dark 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 nights death metal. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. Did you read Speed Metal? Not all of it. I read spinoffs. Not just the only one. The only ones I read that with the um the Red Flash, which was Batman Flash. Yeah, uh, uh, Red Death. Red Death. There we go. Yeah. And um, I think he's gonna be the villain. In some other stuff I read. Flash. But I didn't read the whole series. No. The Red Death. They're dancing around Batman in the Arrowverse really hard. Yeah, I mean, in all honesty, if you're gonna do anything DC, all roads lead to Batman eventually. Honestly, if you look at the entire Arrowverse, all the characters are Batman. All of them. Think about it. That's another. That's a topic for another day. But yeah. like, honestly, if you sit there and think about it, they're all Batman. Because in the comics, uh, Oliver Queen is a goofball. Yeah. He's actually closer to Tony Stark in the comics with more good sense of humor. Whereas okay. Tony Stark is a vicious, violent alcoholic. Yeah. Um, yeah, but for some reason, Arrowverse, all characters are Batman. They're all Batman. That's why they dance around it so hard. We want a Batman series, so they're giving us as close to Batman as they can get. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I get you. I get what you're saying. The only yeah. thing that's not is Legends of Tomorrow and Lucifer. Ha-ha! <laughs> there we go. I brought it back. Constantine. Can't forget Constantine. Constantine, I love Constantine. Constantine. But they, that was—they're talking about bringing his series back, but not, not like rebooting it, but just continuing on. Yeah, that's another series they shouldn't have canceled. That's right. Well, that was CBS. 
Because no. CBS had Constantine and Supergirl, and Supergirl went over to the CW, yeah. and Constantine kind of did because he had that crossover with Arrow. Yeah. And that was supposed to be a one and done, and then everybody fucking loves Matt Ryan's Constantine because mm-hmm. Matt Ryan embodies Constantine. Like everything Matt Ryan does as Constantine. I think he is means Constantine. Constantine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I was thinking because that, that was one of my first thoughts was just loose for going. You're welcome, Constantine. <laughs> just the. <laughs> Uh, I did love yeah. that. I did love that yeah. in Apocalypse War. Mm-hmm. You see him there in that bar. Oh God, there's my ex. And everybody thinks it's Harley. A kick shark sees him and winks. Everybody's like, looks at Constantine like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just look at all of that appeal, though. I mean, the only explanation for it. Why would you do that? King shark is a shark. That's a. Constantine's lovers are many. We're yeah. talking about Constantine and whatnot. I'm sorry, this is another tangent. But I think I sent you guys a link, I'm not sure, about how Constantine... Constantine, and yeah, I read that. Okay, never mind, I'll leave it, it alone. That was good, that yeah. was good. Constantine becomes Dr. Faith. Yes. Yeah. yes. That was amazing. Yes. Which, I mean, in all honesty, they bring a Constantine series back. That means even after season six, we could always have a little more Lucifer. You know when they're bringing Constantine back? When? The season after Supernatural ends. So a Supernatural ended this season. Yeah. They're going to bring Constantine back. Because that was one of the big things was everybody was comparing Constantine to Supernatural when it was out. Yeah. So they they had to, CW had to wait to get Supernatural done and it's over just... with. And now they have their new Supernatural show, which also ties into their DC shit. Yeah, they should have just put Supernatural into DC. To me, I thought it was already DC Universe Supernatural was. Did the... you see the episode of The Legends of Tomorrow <clears throat> where they were in Vancouver? Yeah. And they were on the set, like in in the set, one of the sets for Supernatural. Yeah. And they're like, "Well, if we're here, who's filming season fifteen of Supernatural?" <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Supernatural is over now, so that's good. Good right. to know that they maybe. That's another one we should do. Is yes. I mean, there's only fucking fifteen years of Supernatural out, yeah. so we should definitely do a Supernatural. And I am kind of weirded out that they didn't cross that over. Like DC's I mean, missing a golden opportunity. Warner Brothers is missing a golden opportunity sure to throw Supernatural into the DC universe. Sure I mean, it could definitely work, especially as a companion to Constantine. Right. <laughs> Who do you think Constantine would get with Dean or Sam? Both. Ah, uh, you got a good point there. At the same time. Like, I swear, weird. like. That'd be weird. But it would Constantine be, would be about it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> just saying, like, it just seems like it fit. Right. Like, it's just. It would. Yeah. Yeah. I need to finish that series. But anyway, uh, so Constantine, one of his more famous lovers, Lucifer, mm-hmm. bringing it back again. Uh, so we got to season four with Eve, the priest. Yes. I loved that priest because I love to hate a priest. I hate a priest. Mm. Um, I'm not to the point where all priests are evil pedophiles, evil closeted pedophiles, but I mean, if the shoe fits. Right. <laughs> The Catholic Church is probably one of the worst corrupted systems on the planet. And that's just me saying that. Don't be mad at these two because they well, don't share my my views. Truthfully, it's not even like that's a new take anyway. Because I mean, they've been shuffling their, the their worst God, sexual offenders okay, from one side of the country the to the Godfather other. The Godfather 3 is all about a deal Michael Corleone is trying to make with the Vatican. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. And they try to screw him over, and it's a cardinal that right. does it. Like, I mean, yeah. one of the first families was uh, oh, the, Borgias. the Borgias, yeah, you know? They were the fucking papacy. In fact, so, actually, that's one of my favorite historical topics is papal corruption. It is so much fun. It's it really, not ever like, stopped. But you got to understand, the priest that was in season four of um, Lucifer this guy. Um, was yeah. Graham McTavish. And er- yes. for all you ladies who love um, the series, another series that was a a, a, a panty dropper right now that's ongoing is um, help is me out, Outlander? guys. Outlander. Outlander. He played, I've never he seen played a the, single episode of that. He played the uncle of dropper. the main character in Outlander as well. So. Oh, Okay. Yeah, so that's another way you guys. Have so that's seen why that. that guy has so much class. He's a good yeah, actor. No, he, he, he plays a bad guy. guy. Well, he plays. I, was, I fucking hated him. That's how I knew that Alan Rickman was a good actor. I mm-hmm. fucking hated him in any movie. He was a bad guy. Yeah. So like in Lethal Weapon, I fucking hated him. Or not Lethal Weapon. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah that guy. Yeah. That guy's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah. Uh, he's great at oh, being cool. a villain. Yeah, I mean. uh, not Lethal Weapon. Die Hard. Okay. Um, and then in uh, Robin Hood, uh, the horribly acted Kevin Costner, Robin Hood. Very nice. Okay, yeah. I, I think when you bring that up, Alan Rickman saw what that movie was turning <clears throat> into. Like, I guarantee he was almost looking at the dailies and being like, I have got to do something. He did. He was. He, yeah. Him and the writers single-handedly saved that movie. Yep. And in fact, one of the greatest lines from that movie, Alan Rickman ad-libbed. It's when he's mad... Yes. And he go, he grabs he walks by the maiden or whatever and he's like you my bedroom my bed uh, you my room ten thirty you ten forty five and bring a friend and he yeah. walks off that was all ad libbed and on the spot and they kept it in there that's just how good Alan Rickman is was R I P R I P twenty sixteen was a bitch right God, lost so many only and then twenty twenty uh, yeah four years later it got worse. Uh, but yeah, that guy. What was his name again? Graham McTaggish. Yeah, Graham McTaggish. Graham McTaggish. Sorry, Graham McTaggish. That guy. He was great. Uh, yeah, he played William Kinney. I think that was the name of that priest in that in that in that, in that episode in that he, season. Yeah, yeah. And then like the whole point where he's dying and Eve's like trying to get a message to hell. He's like, "How do you know? How, why would you think I'm going to hell? Oh, it's just a hunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah." <laughs> Uh, he was an evil fuck. God, he did it well. Yeah. And he was kind of also like embodiment of the old adage that the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Right. Because he's trying to avoid Armageddon, which I'd say is pretty noble. Yeah, but he was but the way willing he did to do it, it at any cost. You know? Yeah, he, he sacrificed lives to do yeah. it. Right. Willingly. You know, with no regret or even hesitation. Just yeah. doomed. And then he brought about what turned out to be the main antagonist, which were the demons. Right. Yep. When all the demons and that what you talk about, dick waving energy, uh, that whole final fight where they're being overrun with demons, and Lucifer's just like fuck this, enough, and everybody yeah. freezes. He's like bow down, and they all bow. Yes. When and it's he, just like Ooh. when he yells bow before your king, I'm like, yeah, okay. Like I, <laughs> and then after I got up off the living room floor, right, and finished the rest of that, like I, <laughs> I, I realized, like, wow, that was commanding as hell. Like, right. that's some powerhouse acting. Right. Like it was amazing. You don't belong here. Go home, and they all collapse. 
And it's just like, holy shit. Oh, that made me dribble a little. I was just like, oh, yeah, God. Right? <laughs> you crazy. Is he going to kill me? He acted the shit out of that scene. He I did. Because I, I had, had to, to change my pants. Yeah. Oh, yep, those are stained. And throw them out. Oh, goodness. Uh, do we even know when season 5B comes out? Not soon enough. They keep changing. I thought it was supposed to come out like... I thought it was be like February. Yeah, but... I, I figured it was February or March. They keep pushing it back for some reason. Because I know no, COVID I... stopped um, Stranger Things. Like, okay, see, I know... But if for the it, better. I know if it stops you filming it, that's one thing. But then, like, Wonder Woman 1984 sat in the can for so long, and they kept pushing the release date back, and I'm just like, why? It's done. Like, right. Nolan put Tenet out in the theaters... Fucking give me Wonder Woman. And then, well, I mean, uh, fucking Black Widow's been done. Yes. Black Widow's missed two release dates now. It is done. It was supposed to be in March originally. It was May 1st because oh, yeah, we were right. going to go that's on right. Randy's birthday and see it. And then they pushed it back to November 13th. So we were going to go see it on my birthday. And now it's fucking, what, May? Yeah. April, May? I think it has a lot to do with theaters because, um, like, right now theaters are hurting because nobody's really going to them. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, and I think theaters did have uh, these big theater companies had contracts with Hollywood yeah but um, when HBO Max came out of course they're starting to circumvent that now yeah and, and put them in direct media well, so I, I, th- I think that's what it is wasn't it Amazon that got a hold of Trolls <clears throat> World Tour yes they did upended the whole freaking and industry. when that happened there was a lawsuit that went out which caused if you had noticed AMC at the time yeah stopped using uh, stopped with we're Universal, going to show right. Universal movies right and so what you'll see is your rent your Buy content became rental, so now all you see on these new digital releases now is mm-hmm. instead of saying um, buy it, is rent rental it. for yeah. the same amount as buying it. Which I'm like, I'm not. I would say yeah, because you're renting it for twenty dollars. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, did you assume I bought the popcorn with this too? Like, <laughs> exactly. what, right? yeah. like it's, and it was on Amazon, so I'm like, I'll get the popcorn roughly two to four business days. <laughs> right. And well, if you if you're a Prime member, it's free, but. <laughs> So yeah, I think that's what that's what happened. So, I mean, <clears throat> so we'll get back to Lucifer, and because we, we don't know when season two B or five uh, B comes out, I want it. Because uh, like it came out, and I was happy as fuck with the first half of it, hmm. um, and then it left on that big cliffhanger where Allstate shows up and it's gonna fix everything. Right. Um, <laughs> When he's when he shows up and I heard the voice, and they're like, "Dad," I'm just like, "That's not Dad. You show proper respect. Like that's right. the Allstate man. You're in good hands now, fuckers." Uh, and then I'm sitting there thinking, like, did he just outdo Morgan Freeman as God? Did he yeah. fucking did? I I have now have a new image of God. The in my voice head. is so much more commanding. It is. And I don't know. I still want Morgan Freeman to read me bedtime stories, but I will say this: in terms of the best voice of God, if we're going with it represented in movies, will forever be Alan Rickman. Yeah, yeah. Or Neil Gaiman. Yeah, because that say, whole episode where he was God, talking about you know what I, what if we didn't. Yeah, but if you're but if you're looking at just straight representation of God, yeah, Dennis Haysbert, the Allstate man, won. Oh yeah. Yep. And his hippie robes. Slippers looks like his dad just come off the fucking comforter from watching football. Oh yeah, um, like I'm pretty sure those sandals he's probably wearing socks with them. Like oh, it's yeah, it's 100. They ain't got the thong. No, those are the slides. Yeah, those he's are the slide sandals. He's got the dad energy going. Oh real yeah, very heavy. much so. So, uh, 
Yeah, there's no date. Like I was saying, just real quick, uh, COVID stopped Stranger Things from coming out last summer. Yeah. But to the benefit of everybody, hmm. because season four was going to be the final season, it is now not the final season. Ah. They have at least two more now, because because of COVID, they were trying to finish it up and tie it up. Mm-hmm. Before COVID and now after COVID, they've had time to sit and think, and they're like, "No, no, no. <clears throat> we have a much better ending in store." Yeah. And so now it's got two more seasons. I so see. you know, by the time we actually get through all, I think six seasons of Stranger Things, I think the kids will be thirty in their thirties, having yeah. families of their own. Maybe <laughs> right. at least eighteen. Well, right. Because Millie Bobby Brown already looks like she's twenty-eight. She's like what? Fifteen going on thirty. You right. know what was frustrating was I for, haven't seen that um, that Holmes movie uh, for Noah it, Holmes or whatever. Yeah, but. and for it chapter two, they digitally de-aged Finn Wolfhard oh, and yeah. the rest of the kids. I'm like, was it really that? Ne- it was two years. Like, I know a lot can happen in two years when you're that age and you're growing up, but it wasn't that much. Right. Oh, I like that one. Right. I can't love Wolf anymore. <laughs> that was his last. <laughs> one. Monster. Um. It's Let's see. Uh, so I mean, like the big things in in season five, because you don't always know, like with the seasons, what the celestial aspect's going to be. Yeah. So like when we get into season five, Lucifer's gone back to hell to warden hell. Uh, we did talk briefly about that in the, in the, the top of the episode. Right. Um, so. The first episode, you find out that one of my favorite like reoccurring characters is the robber guy. Yeah, that he keeps showing up on. Okay. Like him and Amenadiel stopped him from doing a jewelry heist, right? And left him standing there like with nothing but his underwear, right? <laughs> and all that shit. And then he he's shown up in every season, yeah. right? Except for the first one. So from season two on, this guy showed up and he dies, and he's in hell. So Lucifer's trying to figure out who killed him, like he's working a net, like working a case with the detective, because the detective worked this guy's case, so he's going to be able to see her again. So that whole and then Lucifer shows up at the end, but it's not Lucifer. All right, it's Michael. Mm-hmm. So, like you get the celestial aspect of it right out the gate. Whereas, you know, like in Hall of Season 4, yeah, Eve came back, but she's not a celestial. She just left heaven, which is interesting because how the fuck did she do that? Right. Nobody else seems to have figured out. I mean, she's been probably one of its longest residents, so probably figured it out a way sooner or later. But uh, but let, let's, get, let's get into Michael because... Everything Tom Ellis did to make Lucifer charming and lovable, he did the exact opposite for Michael. Yes. And I think proved the point from earlier that if you do it with a British accent, it's fine. Second, you put an American spin on that, God no. Right. And that might be just Americans talking about other Americans, because honestly, we suck. A lot. Yeah. Like. We definitely got some work to do. Yeah. We suck. 40 years ago, no. We were awesome. Well, that's the 70s. I was going to say, yeah, we're, you know, we, we've always had some problems. Yeah, we, we've had problems. We just swept them under the rug and yeah, covered them up a little but bit. But, you know, at the same time, every nation always has its problems. Right, true. It's, um, uh, 
But yeah, like it's just the forward. the American accent. He's sleazy. Yeah. And dirty. Like you, you get this sense that even though he's the angel, well, I mean Lucifer's an angel too, but even though he's from heaven. Since Amenadiel has come to Earth, Michael has taken Amenadiel's spot at God's right hand. Oh, yeah. So now he's got a head full of big ideas, thinking he's fucking the king's shit, and Dad had to come down and, fuck are you doing? Right. So, let's, but that fight, that fight was dope. It was pretty dope. Like, all of time <clears throat> stops, and they're literally just beating the fuck out of each other. Mm -hmm. Like, it's pretty amazing. Part of me is kind of hoping that since they cut the season off right there with time still stopped, it stays stopped, and somebody just goes and, like, smacks Dan in the face once right before they free <laughs> Kind of like on Click yeah. with the Hasselhoff, he smacks him, he right. gets right down in his face and farts and shit. Yeah, because oh, I just imagine that. I just like, why does my face hurt? Just be like, because you're a douche. Like... <laughs> Just consider it your douche pains. Or Stops something like time this. and yeah. kicks fucking Sean uh, Ashton in the balls. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, did, honestly, did anybody see Amazi Keen being on the other side of this? Like, no, well, everybody uh, saw that. Well, I mean, I, I did sort of see that because, like I said earlier on, um, originally she did things to get Lucifer's attention, but once she found out that Lucifer was hiding secret about who her mom was... Lilith. And the relationship he had with him, and the fact that she, that Lilith, well, so she didn't know that Lilith told him not to tell his daughter who, or her, or her children who she was. Right. Um, but the fact that Lucifer knew that, and she found out about it through Michael, yeah, I understood why she was there. Because it's like, you had the secret, but you didn't tell me no, about wait. the secret, about my origins, you know? Right. Yeah, she didn't find out through Trixie's story. She got it confirmed by Trixie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I had to think about that. Because Lucifer told that to Trixie yes. as a bedtime story. Yeah. Yep. So, which I don't know. That was a good episode. It was a it good was episode. A lot of fun, especially Chloe as the uh, detective with the mustache. Yeah, I, I that just, was fun. I enjoyed they swapped a lot of shit. I enjoyed the gender swapping and painting on that mustache, especially Ella's character. And we got Charlotte back for a brief period of time. Yeah, yeah Charlotte was it Charlotte and the Chloe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they were together. That was amazing. Yeah, you know, I was kind of thinking about that robber who shows up in every season. What if the sixth season you just like it's just the him last thing fucking with shit? No, it's just him in heaven. Like he somehow managed to be the only guy who got out. <laughs> That'd be funny. I like would that would be great. Right. So, did they ever say though who Mezzanine's father was? Matt, uh, I don't know because they mentioned that Lilith, bath uh, Lilith, basically birthed an army for him. Right. Right. Uh, so, for all I know, hell, Lucifer could be the dad, but I doubt it. What? Well, I, I don't know because we did talk. Well, well I was I, gonna say we did talk about how we were pretty sure it's Lucifer and Maze. If, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, tag went on, and I yeah, because I I don't think he would do that with his own offspring, but well, I mean, I, time, I know I know that Adam apparently was in this in, oh, in right. was was Lilith's first husband, yeah, in the storyline. So was it is it Adam or who was it? I mean, I don't know because they don't really talk about that. That's the only Bible verse they don't really talk about. They talk about Eve, mm -hmm. but they don't really talk about Adam, other than you know the whole. You know. Shape of the pair, and yeah, yeah. that's why this is girlfriend and all. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was less apple shaped and more <clears throat> shaped like a banana. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> so uh, I don't know. 
But like I said, you know, we got Negasonic. She's going to show up, and she's going to be the antagonist for uh, season six. But I don't know to what extent, you know, what end she is. I just know that she's going to be an angel. She's going to be a rogue, and she idolizes Lucifer. So, oh, that's, that's or at least the story that she's been told about, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, my hell, goal. she might not even be a she. She might be a he or a them well, that's or true. A I they. Mean, celestials, yeah. right? Celestials are very much they. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. They've always been depicted that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because we right here in the nerds are very much for pronouns. You know your preferred pronouns. Yeah, despite the fact that I fucked that shit up. All I was the gonna time. say it's, not, this, it's not to say we don't fuck him up. Because oh no, we all definitely do. God knows I do, and not on purpose. Watching watching this season of um, this is another tangent, guys. Watching this season of War, of um, Discovery was a little interesting there because you know they dealt with a lot of subject matter going on on the pronouns. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean Discovery, I still haven't finished season one, and since you know September, I haven't been able to watch any TV. But uh, Not uh, it's much. so good. Yeah. It's I think thinking of sci-fi and just like aliens, uh, Mass Effect also had uh, the Asari. Mm-hmm. There's that one bachelor party you can see in the second Mass Effect game, where they're all looking at an Asari dancer on this table, and she looks humanoid to your character. But mm-hmm. then the Turian at the table is like, yeah. It's always amazing that Asari kind of look like Turians. They just and the Solarian goes, "No, they don't. They look like Solarians." And then the other guy at the table, I can't remember what he is. He's like, "No, they don't. They look like ours." And all of a sudden, they're all like, "Oh shit!" Because like you just realize the Asari basically just project an what image. Yeah. Yep. So essentially, they're everything. Well, it's like I just I just saw this video Perfect about. Spy. Well, I just saw this video about yeah because they some. Have a, Redneck asshole was pissed off because Star Lord is bi, and I think that's wrong. That Star Lord's bi, not the fact that he's bi, but I think Star Lord should be pan. Because you know, so we're male, female, whatever. But there are probably other races that don't subscribe to male, female. What if there's one race that has like fifteen genders? Like Star Lord, Ah, Star Lord's only going to be attracted to the male, female. They sort of mentioned that though. You know, so Star Lord. They sort of mentioned that though. The um, what was that little creature that they asked about? The The Oscarian. The Oscarian. You who have laid with an Oscarian. It was one time, man. (laughs) Star Lord is very much like. Lando. Yeah, I was going to say, very Lando-esque. Yeah, you know. Like, because Lando definitely had a relationship with that droid that that droid was not incredibly fond of. (laughs) (laughs) Although I did kind of think the droid was just talking shit. Yeah. You know. Well, I do love the fact that the way they played that, because then if you look at Empire, whenever C-3PO is trying to talk to the hyperdrive and it basically tells him to piss off or something, he's just like, excuse me. And I'm just like, oh, it's her. Like that's that's exactly who it is. It's that same angry droid they plugged in in a solo, right? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, because you find out that that ended up being the computer for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice. I never thought about that. Great. Anyway, uh, I don't know uh, where are we at. About an hour forty. Hour forty. Yeah. I mean, and we've hit kind of. Most of the points, yeah. Most yeah. of the points. Recover abilities, powers, so, people. So yeah. I guess, do you think uh, Michael's going to be the new 
ruler of hell, so to I speak. I think his punishment is definitely going to be he's got to be the warden of hell. Yeah. Or send him to the same plane of existence with his mom. That'd be funny. <laughs> that would be good. Especially, well, I don't know, because he threw the flaming sword in the hole with yeah. mom. So. Oh, that's true, because he had to open that dimension with that sword, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So, and I love that whole episode where they're trying to find the pieces of it. God Johnson. Yeah, oh, that was a the, good one. That was a good episode, because uh, that was uh, Laxeter from yeah. Psych. Right. Uh, and he was also Kane in yes. Supernatural. So he's been Kane and God. So yes. He was also in that god awful Woody Woodpecker movie. I haven't even Voice. tried yes. to watch. No, he wasn't the voice. He was just in it physically and it hurt. Was he? Every. Was he a That's how much I don't remember. No, he was like. He wasn't really. Uh, I don't know if he was the antagonist. He kind of was, but he wasn't at the same time. Just. It, the movie's fucking terrible. I've heard. Like, I've heard I don't. I don't want to go Is too it? much further into it because it would make me relive it. Kids love it, Kids love it but it is. I, yeah, I've heard it was fucking god awful. Like, I, but I've also heard the Emoji Movie was fucking shit. So, and the Emoji yeah, Movie on Internet Movie Database is like two stars. Yeah. So, I mean, out of ten, two out of ten. There are some movies that it's not surprising they're bad. Right. The Emoji Movie is one of those movies. Patrick Stewart is the shit emoji. Yeah, which was probably the only joke, and it was worn out in the trailer. Right. Like, that's it. I don't know. Although, for some reason, this calls back to a little bit of the earlier conversation, was whenever you said banana, for some reason, I pictured Patrick Stewart saying banana. Like the, <laughs> like the uh, freaking Uber Eats commercial. Right. Tomatoes. Mm. No tomatoes. With extra yeah. tomatoes. Yeah. And now that I said that, you'll picture him going, bananas. Bananas. <laughs> fucking Shakespearean trained actor, Patrick Stewart, reduced uh, to Uber Eats commercial going, tomatoes. <laughs> which is purely just a fuck you to Mark Hamill at that point. Right. The way he says it, just the no tomatoes. It's like, and I'll be having this with extra tomato. Just... <laughs> You unrefined yeah. bastard. He might have just well <laughs> thrown it out there, just like uh, uh, anyway. such a good commercial. Oh, it is. I I never thought I would say that about a commercial, but good I'm Lord. pretty happy with it. Can we get Patrick Stewart as like a celestial being because it fits, right? Who the fuck would he be? I don't know because we already got God taken, right? Yeah, he could be Odin. <laughs> I would love that. Anthony so Hopkins much. has that. Ah, fuck, you're right. Okay, in all honesty, greatest moment of the MCU that no one will ever give credit to is the first Thor movie. Whenever Loki tries to stick up for Thor, half-assed, you know, mm. and Anthony Hopkins just goes, Hey! <laughs> and just, like, growls at him out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Does not make any sense. I'm going to have to rewatch that because I've never picked up on that before. He does. He like has the hammer in his hand. He just points and he just goes, ah! <laughs> and I'm like, you could just tell him to shut up. Like, he gets the point either way because Tom Hiddleston, the next thing you see out of him is going, yep, I'm, I'm, yep. <laughs> Dad, mad. I'm walking away. <laughs> Which also makes me wonder, after this fight and God shows up, <clears throat> I mean, obviously Dad's mad. Mm. Although you couldn't really tell it with that big fucking warming grin on his face. Oh, yeah. 
He he seems more amused that his kids are fighting, but he's also not happy about it. I mean, he that was enough for him to fucking yeah. stop it. Yeah, anytime <laughs> like if he shows up, you know he's pissed. Right? Like and and according to Lucifer and the book that a lot of people seem to be fond of in that show, you know, the Bible, there's precedent for that. Right, there is precedent Any, for that. Anytime him or a messenger shows up, it's not really good. Right. I don't know because in the last season of Supernatural, I mean Chuck was fucking everything up. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you, think I wonder if God's gonna have like a weird name. Because hmm. I mean, in, in Supernatural, it was Chuck. What Call about Dan? <laughs> right. I already got Dan. Right. Yeah. Oh, right. That's what we do Dan. If he says his name was Dan, you can just picture that next line. It's like, just oh, Bobby. I thought you were a douche. Like just Bobby. the Bobby. I'm God. Call me Bobby. All right, Bobby. <laughs> Either that or he just picks a name that he knows would piss somebody off in the room. Like, just... Kyle. Right. Chad. Chad. Oh, good. He's I'm a Chad. Todd. <laughs> I sent that to my friend, uh, the George Carlin. You know what I'm fucking sick of? Guy's name, Todd. Yeah. <laughs> so Tom. I sent my friend Todd that fucking yeah. clip. At the end of his rant, my name is in it. <laughs> Cody. Yeah, it's just like all these people with weak names like Todd or Bill or Cody. I'm like... Fuck, Just, <laughs> Kyle. He named it. He it's named very, it. it's very much that Ted portion with naming off all the white trash names with a lot oh, yeah. after he just like Tammy Lynn, Barbara Lynn, like Jamie Lynn. <laughs> Ted, fuck. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> TikTok does that. There's a lot of TikTokers that do that whole scene really well. Yeah. <laughs> Tammy Lynn, fuck. <laughs> uh, so God, Bob, right. Whatever, uh, Allstate. Watch him just rip that off from Monty Python. There are some who call me Tim. <laughs> just bring that one out there. <laughs> well, I mean, that's also on uh, Blazing Saddles. Most yeah. people call me Jim, but you can call me Jim. Okay, <laughs> 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 the Waco kid. You got him. <laughs> God that? bless Richard Pryor for that. Oh, God. You see yeah. that? Steady as a rock. Right. But shoot with this hand. <laughs> man, it's Richard Pryor, man. He has shows for, for days that are awesome. Oh, yeah. I don't think there, there was never a single bad special or anything that he did. Not a no. single bad album, nothing. No, Richard Pryor was a god. Amongst huh. men. The only bad thing he did was that one Superman movie. Three. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the robot. It still wasn't as bad as four. That's true. That I mean, <laughs> four was awful. <laughs> but speaking movies. of Tom Welling, uh-huh. the woman that played Annette O'Toole, yes, played uh, Martha Kent. Yes. Do you know she played Lana Lang in Superman Four? Yeah, she did back in the day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's why they gave it to her. I uh, say talk about bringing it full circle, right? <laughs> And not only that, it's nice for her to do something again after Superman 4, I guess. Right. Because, God, way, Was to, it four? way to kill four, a right? franchise. Right? <laughs> way to kill a franchise, Bacula. Oh. Uh, it's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know, man. I kind of can't wait for the second half of Lucifer. Uh and we haven't we've had any of us no looked. I couldn't find it they, they, no. they mentioned February you had mentioned February and they were I mentioned not coming. February and also on the, on the, on the that net that was just a guess well, well January was supposed to be the release they thought 
And then they said no. They said you could probably expect it by February, but they're not sure if it's going to come out February either. So it's. it's I was thinking February or March because I can't even remember when we got the first half because we got the first half in the fall. In August. Yeah. August. That's right. So I was thinking we had the first eight, eight, yeah, eight, and then I figured we'd get it about February or March. Mm-hmm. Can the I? Second half. Can but I has more Lucifer though? Right. I I want it. Right. At least waiting for season five wasn't near as bad as waiting for season four. Because I mean, there was a year plus waiting for that to happen because of the changeover to Netflix and everything. Contract negotiations. Yeah, yeah. contract. And that's the whole reason why season six even became a thing because they were trying to screw Tom Ellis over on his contract and he's uh-huh. like, no, no, this is my show. Yeah. Uh, and you're going to pay me what's owed. And so they finally went, you know what? You're right. So now we're having a season yeah. six, and I think they're even calling it season six, six, six. Oh, yeah. So. You, you want to hear a good joke to end this one on? Yeah, always. I mean, I know season six is supposed to be their last one, but if it does well enough, Netflix picking it up again. I've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> and with that, we're canceled. Right? <laughs> that was the worst fucking joke ever. <laughs> and you know what? You can leave comments to say as much. At least and we my have some phone comments. is ringing from the network saying never, ever, ever. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine the three of us at a pitch meeting? <laughs> trying to pitch this. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Next. So do you Morning guys... logs. Right. That's what I call the first poop of the day. It's not even my joke. It's not my joke. I saw that from somebody from another podcast. But uh, yeah, I see the the level of our comedy writing on this one is off the cuff and dad jokey as hell. So oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Uh, Wait, you're writing your jokes? No. <laughs> No, because if I would, I'd like to think I could come up with something better, but in truth, it'd probably just be far worse. I'm pretty, I'm 99.9% sure that if I wrote anything down, it would be awful. My my favorite part of this is when I say those, I can just picture or, or hear cringe. the collective groan. Mm, I live for those moments, yeah. though. Or As a the, father, yeah. I live for those groaner moments. Those moments where under, under their breath, you could just hear like, like just this fucking guy. <laughs> I, I like getting the eye roll too. That's the one. Oh yeah. That's when you know you did. I good. get the eye roll from that one all the time. That's when just, you know you did good though. Right. Like that's that's when you know that like there's part of him that kind of wants to smile a little bit, but instead right. it's. Oh, this one got to use one of my jokes, my dad jokes on another child. Nice. The child was <laughs> like, "What's for dinner?" And she goes, "Food, the kinds you eat." <laughs> I was just like, yep, that's one of mine. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one of my favorites. Like, well, I know food. Like, then why'd you ask? What like, kind that's of food? The... the kind you eat. You know, you put in your mouth and you eat. It's not play food. It's it's eating food. That's Because that's always my favorite follow-up then is like, well, why'd you ask me then? Like, if you knew that. Right. My other one. Got good news and I got bad news. The bad news is, all we got to eat tonight is horse shit. The good news is, there's a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, uh, are we done? I'm pretty sure we've talked in circles and <clears throat> off topic. and Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure we've caught up on everything. 
And I, I mean, I, I killed it pretty hard with a dad joke. And by that, I mean like literally killed. Right, whatever, like when we got canceled. Just whatever a will to listen there was. <laughs> I old yellered the shit out of that. Oh, goodness. He's uh, my dog, Paul. I'll do it. He's my dog. I'll do it. Um, let's see. Yeah, uh, shit, social media is imploding. Uh, although they did ban their fav- everybody's least favorite Cheeto. And we've got to find something else to call him because I like Cheetos and I don't want to fucking compare him to a Cheeto. Cheetos are my favorite. But, you know, he's banned from everything. So, I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt. Parlor, uh, I don't give a fuck about Parlor. So he can go and do whatever on there. He can show his butthole for all I care. I'll never see it. Um... Uh, I don't know. Are we doing anything on the fucking social shits? Because I haven't social. I haven't been. I haven't for a little while. No, I think I can't. About the only thing I do now is I take <coughs> screenshots of my ranking in my Strike Force game and post them on Instagram, hoping There's, that they'll fucking give me some free shit. That'd if I be keep posting. Um, yeah. Strike Force, Marvel Strike Force, give me free shit. I'll post your shit all day long. I I quit <laughs> posting. Pretty much right around the time of the election, all the way through the holidays. So, like my Facebook did that fucking weird thing during the summer, and I was never able to get it back. I had to reset my phone, and can get it back. And at that point, I went, "What the fuck's the point? I've yeah. been without it for three months. Who cares?" Well, I, I just so quit. I just never got went back to Facebook. I quit posting everything because, well, That's I, what he's telling my right my now. newsfeed turned into a sewer of QAnon theories followed QAnon, up by like funny cat videos and it was the most jarring fucking experience to go through where you're just like oh look QAnon, QAnon, QAnon uh, I have something. I have a lot of friends who are just spouting conspiracy theory right, I was shit. Say, what kind of friends you got? And all the well, okay, I shouldn't say. There's some of like my dad's friends that oh, okay. I'm like, pretty sure Zuckerberg. I mean, too. you don't hear conspiracy theory. I'm pretty sure Zuckerberg's a loser. <sighs> but so is Pelosi, the Queen of England. They tried to kidnap Jason Lee, but uh, he yeah. got away. I mean, that's all the Scientology <laughs> is. is they're just replacing people with the lizards. So all hell's he knew. Yeah, so I mean it it's the most jarring experience to go through all this like blatant horse shit that is easily debunked by thirty five seconds on Google, Just thirty of which check. are spent typing. Right. And then all of a sudden like, look at this cute pet thing. I'm like, what the is this? Oh, look, it's a cute cat video. I'm seeing on, conspiracy on, theories on, on, about on, fake on. moons in the Denver airport, and now I've got <laughs> oh, this I, I know about the I know about the hologram moon. I know about the hologram moon. Oh. <laughs> this is America. Right. That's all I'm saying. Hey, you want to know why I got into the conspiracy stuff? Not that I believe any of it. But after you listen to just daily news and yeah. all the horrible horse shit. The conspiracy shit's so much funner and lighthearted. That's why I read that shit. God damn, it's more entertaining. Well, like, admittedly, I actually watched InfoWars occasionally because I wanted it. Well, it was purely to see how purple Alex Jones could get without passing it. It's pretty purple. I wanted to find out. Like, there has to be a human limit because it's. He hasn't hit it yet. Because he's a mutant. Like, it's his lizard. It's his mutant power. Like the X Men are real, the, the X Men are real. He's one of them. It's just his power is hot air. That's all. <laughs> oh 
Oh goodness, no. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, fuck yeah, I believe it. That and I know he likes to watch tranny porn. Uh, he got caught with like somebody took his like he had showed his phone not surprised and he me. got caught like somebody took the still of his phone and on one of the tabs <clears throat> it was trans porn and, <laughs> and, and trans me. yeah and saying trans porn trans, enthu- yeah trans porn enthusiasts everywhere right now are going don't lump that fucking Martian in with us <laughs> hey, Please, I'm just like, saying he likes it to each right. their own but yeah. when you rail against gay shit all day long and how the juice boxes are making kids gay and all this, and then you're watching trans porn. There are two dicks in that. You know that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, and there's a dick watching it too. <laughs> there are three all together. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Is he? I've, I've kind of seen him more as a pussy, but I I don't know. All I know is that guy. Like, it has to be a superpower to get as angry and as blustery, not have an aneurysm or a hemorrhage somewhere. He has custody of all his and children. Turn the oh my god! He was. He, <laughs> and he turn has custody of all his children. <laughs> like after the divorce, who was his baby mama then? I don't know, but and after the, the, they got divorced, and after the divorce, he got the kids. All I don't know how? Fuck that because He's Alex Jones. Is she crazy? Is she because crazy? money talks. I, that's oh, the that's only. I swear that has sure. to be. Oh wow. He at least used to be fun. He's not oh, fun anymore. Like, since Trump was president, became president, and he got legitimized, Alex Jones is not fun anymore. Yeah, well... I used to watch and be entertained because when of they, what crazy fucking things this guy going to say. I didn't believe it. But it's one shit. of those when they seem harmless and, like, they don't have any kind of influence, then you're just like, you can dismiss them as a crackpot all you want, but all of a sudden they get legitimized, and you're like, oh, shit. Fuck me. It's like this guy might legitimately be in the running for Secretary of State. Right. Like, I'm surprised he didn't make it with Trump. Uh, all right. I mean, I think we're just filling time. Yeah, now. we're just filling time. I'm done. So, I am Kegger. I'm Cody. Ray BG. Cody's determined to be the middleman on that, so he's not. He's he comes in in between the the loud ones, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. But, the- they say the the quiet guy will go second, and we'll have somebody who has an actual cool nickname go last and first. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, whatever social media shits we're on anymore, uh, I was thinking about doing a TikTok and just plugging this show for my very first TikTok, hmm. but uh, I don't know, something happened, I didn't end up doing it. Hmm. But uh, if I do that, TikTok... Um, Right in the nerds. I don't know. I think I'm under my name, but I don't even know what that is because I just watch videos. I don't ever post nothing. I I might stay off the social media toilet until well after inauguration day. That might be a good idea. <laughs> I can't wait to be able to twitch though. He's twitching. I want to twitch. I want to play games again. I miss my games. Ray BG just just kind of cackled maniacally over there a little bit. Let's just say these gonna be some. This next couple of weeks gonna be some fireworks. That's all I'm gonna say. I know. I'm gonna get along at that. I'm probably like you guys say. I'm I'm gonna be watching, but I'm not gonna be paying too much attention because it's just depressing. 
I know, right? I've never seen a better argument for legalizing drugs. Right? No, I mean, I've never seen a better argument for reopening. Yeah, what is it? Is Oregon decriminalized all those drugs? Like all drugs, they decriminalized all of them. We need a we need a um, a Bellevue and a um, Arkham. <laughs> yeah, all right, an Arkham, <laughs> an Arkham in every state that would freaking win. We need an Arkham and the first candidate for Arkham first president, uh, Donald fucking Trump. Yeah, that's the closest we've ever come to an actual supervillain. I gotta admit, that's actually Kim Jong Un. He's he's up there. I mean, he's up there, but Donald Trump. TV personality turned supervillain. Come on. You can't get much more comic book than that. Uh, I don't know what's going on. But <clears throat> I like it. It'd be terrible, but I uh, like it. Uh, oh. <laughs> what? Loki, ScarJo. Yeah, because Kevin Feige is getting a Star <clears throat> Wars I knew that. project. I saw that. And I have faith. That's but, where the RDJ Thrawn yeah. thing came from. Yeah. Which, no. Again, to that. No. I, yeah. Whoever thought that it's a hard veto on that. He's not Thrawn. No, he's not Thrawn. Hmm. And after we, we wrap up, because we are still wrapping up, um, <laughs> after we wrap up, I'll, uh, I'll give you something that, that I kind of have to agree with about RDJ not being a good Iron Man. So uh, I'll uh, get into that afterwards. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah. Kegger, Cody, RWG. This is Right in the Nerds. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed the episode. If you see us on social media, say hi, I guess. Uh, other than that, like and rate us on uh, all of our uh, outlets. We've got podcast or Podbean, Spotify, Spotify Apple. Apple. Um, uh, there no Google, Wait, maybe, Google. or Amazon. I thought it was Amazon. It's Amazon. And Amazon. Uh, I don't think we're on Google yet. Yeah, they're a little harder to vet, uh, it seems like. So. And it's Google. Fuck them. Right. Um, yeah, they're, they're talking to you anyway. Right? Like, they're already <laughs> listening to us on our phones and everything. Oh, I hate it. Right? I got, I got asked to rate a parking garage the other day as soon as I parked in it. How is this parking garage? It's dark, it's dirty, it's a little wet, and I'm leaving. <laughs> it doesn't smell like urine, so it's an improvement on right. other ones. But yeah, I don't know. But, alright, uh, we'll catch you next time. Uh, thanks for listening. It's been like one hour, so peace! <laughs>